0: Some people say the Troy thing is weird. Some say it's an obsession. I say it's good taste. I say it's damn good taste. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 216, for the week of Wednesday, the 13th of April, 2016. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Ben. Adam. And Eddie. This episode is brought to you by Max Comics and Stuff, the Pop Culture Superstore, and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the SH Figure Art Super Saiyan Sun Goku Super Warrior Awakening version, and our discussion topic is a toy breakdown of the Sideshow Collectibles Amazing Spider-Man Premium Format Statue. <laughs> I just thought I'd get it out of the way, you know, like whatever. Now I got nothing. <laughs> right. How's everybody what? else? I don't know how I am now. <laughs> well, you, you're so predictable that tonight, before when I got into the script and um, you hadn't written your stuff there, I was not like. If it was anyone else I would have been like, oh they must be busy, they'll do it later. But you're such a creature of habit. I was like oh, I should text Ben and see if he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> um so besides Ben, how are we? Well. Very good. Yay. Now Ben, how how are you? I'll let you go first. What have um, you been up to?
1: I, I am I am I need an I need another descriptive word here. Uh, you really do. Yeah. Good. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasant. Exceptible. Uh just an average week for me this week. Um, I was doing some work at work and oh, roughly. funnily enough, funnily enough, and we've got a new project starting and uh, we, we had this deadline and I've been working with a couple of my sort of senior staff to really bust a move and get through this work because it was due on Friday and then at, um, we were really happy with how things were going at lunchtime on Friday and I said, you know, this is great because, um, you know, we can sort of glide through the afternoon and, and then sort of submit that first draft. And then one of them said, you do realise it's actually due next Friday.
0: Oh! And I went, oh.
1: And I, I checked the timetable and went,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs>
1: our, our first milestone is is next week. Well, um, <coughs> see what happens when you can get
0: motivated? <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, one of my staff said, you know, I'm, I'm just going to slack off all next week now because we're so far ahead of ourselves.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. I thought you were going to say something went disastrously wrong, so that's much better.
1: No, no, it's actually really good, and I was, yeah, I was really impressed at how things were going. So, so now, um, yeah, we
0: can do some nice review work next week before uh, our submission. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> So, you say yes, I planned it that way because I wanted to. That's
1: actually
2: right. Oh, I did. Yeah, I gave a speech like that.
0: (laughs) Yes, Minister.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, now Scotty's thinking, like, oh, all these things I can get him to do for the podcast next week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Eddie. Yeah. How are you? What's been happening in Eddie land?
2: Well, my work is insanely busy at the moment, but I don't give a rat's because I'm on holiday. So I'm in the lucky land. So I've just been clearing things up around the house, moving boxes, dealing with old toy stuff, moving through. I actually went to visit our sponsor, um, Pop Culture Superstore. In oh, cool. Geelong this week, but I got rained out. It was the one day I was going to go. Mm. It was the day of bucketed rain, and part of my plan is because uh, pop culture is right down near the beach there uh, in Geelong, um, I was going to head to the beach as well, so I'm going to go this week instead, so I'll be popping into our sponsor Awesome. then. But apart from that, just very relaxed and chilled, <laughs> and a lot of Rick and Morty on Netflix. Isn't, Isn't
1: that awesome? hilarious? Like It's just the most bizarre show. It is
2: brilliant. <laughs>
0: I haven't seen it.
2: It's it's You've got Netflix. Go. Uh,
0: yeah, but I have so little control of Netflix. Like, you know, <laughs> there's only there's only like, you know, 10 devices in our house that can can use it, but yeah. um the Netflix um yeah.
2: I get say watch it with the family, but it might not be family viewing. Uh,
0: well, that's the thing, too, cuz we don't like we don't w- actually watch a lot of um tv and stuff and so when we do it tends to be stuff as a family and then otherwise the kids have like a a device allowance you know the amount of time that they're allowed to spend per day on their device and so you know we let them watch their approved things and don't interfere too much so um but we've been we've been um taking lots of nice walks at night while the weather's still Nice, and that's been lovely. Yeah, excellent. Um, yes. yeah. Yeah,
1: Adam, how is, are you? It's a nice time of the year.
0: Oh, sorry. Yes, it is beautiful. I love hmm. I love this time. It's it's autumn in Australia for people that are thinking, what? Um, Adam, how are you?
3: I'm all right. I've got a slight cold, but it's not really slowing me down. Um, I went and visited with the Jellicle Cats last night. Um, <gasps> cool. And I, I'm not sure that it's really so much a musical as it is a, a dance-off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I didn't know beforehand um other but it's the that,
1: original dance off
3: hmm. yeah it, it definitely seems to be very much that but anyway um and that's about it yeah was delta <laughs> there no delta had either not done any of adelaide or had done the first few shows of adelaide so he got like the understudy it's oh, okay. Isabella,
0: okay hmm. cool um What's been
1: happening in your world, Mr. Scotty?
0: Oh, uh, well.
1: (laughs) Other than, you know, moonlight walks on the beach.
0: Yep. I've had a crazy week. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a product manager at a software company, and we have a new version coming out next week. Ah. Um, And so Mm -hmm. all on, but super exciting, lots of really good things, and great teamwork. So, like, tired but happy. Um, Major, I feel old milestone this week, my... (laughs) eldest offspring um started her first part time job wow I know i'm like how how is this possible um, <laughs> is
2: it retail or fast food fast food
0: yeah oh. <laughs> yeah so she's absolutely like it's it's worked out really well because we have a you know we we where we built our house there's um brand new shops right at the like we're right at the back of the state right at the front of the state there's brand new shops and there's a joint in there so she can actually walk um oh, cool yeah, uh-huh. which is awesome. And um, you know, it's such a good little experience that for mm-hmm. it's important? She enjoying her? Loving it. Oh, yeah, absolutely Absolutely loving it. It's so cute. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think uh it's changed a lot from when I like I had my first job at the Golden Arches and mm. I just hated it, hated it. Um, mm. you know, the people weren't very nice and it wasn't whatever but I think, I think culture has changed a lot in that time. So, yeah. uh, yep. So, all good. Crazy again next week because we've got the big release and I'm doing, uh, like, workshops to introduce it. So, um, all on for young and old, but all good. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, well, I reckon that we have got a lot to talk about tonight, including some awesome um, new acquisitions. So, I think that we should get started with some articulated news. Mork with Talking Space Pack says eight things. Mork Talking Ragdoll says seven things. When you pull the string, you can never be sure what these two will say next. And here's Mork from Ork. An Ork Egg. And Mindy Doll, too. Five fun toys, each sold separately. Mork Doll with Talking Space Pack. Other Mork Collection toys are each sold separately. New from Mattel. Well, as always, we start with a bit of news. It's not all the news, just the things that caught our eye this week. If you would like to follow along with pretty pictures, then go over to our website, actionfigureblues.com, click on the post for this episode, 216, and the links to all of the news that we're talking about uh, will be there. And I have got the Sideshow Collectibles section of the news, and the first thing I'm talking about is a super cheerful little piece called Eater of the Dead. Um <laughs> <laughs> the, the Cleopsis premium format figure by Sideshow Collectibles. Um, I suppose it's better than Eacher of the Living. I right? suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still a bit gross. Uh, but uh, And she's kind of gross and groovy looking, and she is a Mark Newman sculpt. Yes. Which means that we automatically love it because we love Mark Newman.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, I another have- great um, entry into this line. I think it's fantastic. I actually really like all the girls in the Court of the Dead line, and I have uh, hovered over quite a few of them with the uh, acquire now, but I haven't actually taken the plunge.
0: So, for someone who doesn't know the property, what is Court of the Dead?
1: Uh, I haven't actually read into it in any great detail, um, but basically what Sidejo have done is obviously rather than pay, you know, huge licensing fees for all these different things, they've decided to look into and create their own kind of mythos or ethos um, and come up with their own sort of brand. And there are the different factions uh, that do different sorts of things, but there's obviously this whole kind of, a bit of an undead vibe, lots of silvers and greys and all that sort of stuff in it. And, uh, yeah, they vary in terms of, you know, there's a couple that just look absolutely stunning uh, and would, would blend in with your collection quite well, and then there's some that are quite grotesque. Uh, yeah. And yeah. you wouldn't want kiddies to see them. But um, all original concepts, this is um, stuff that they've come up with entirely in-house.
0: That's really so. clever.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think this is an amazing-looking piece. Like yeah. the, the work in that that headdress-slash-mask
0: thing. Yeah, she's got an Egyptian fantastic. feel to her. Like a cl- yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, very fun if you are into um, dead things. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Or, <laughs>
3: I'd, a- yeah. I'd actually lay it, like, stand that next to, like, if I had a an alien xenomorph and some kind of Prometheus piece, I'd actually consider putting it between the two. Oh, mm. sure, yeah.
2: yeah. I actually really like, even though it is... Egyptian base. they haven't exactly gone with the iconic Egyptian look and feel if that makes sense it has a lot of originality in it as well like from certain angles you definitely do get it but then it's also got some great original design like the back of the headpiece and Mm -hmm. the staff and that itself it could have been really easy just to put like an unk on top of that or things like that so I really like that they've gone and been very original with it and the drapery is actually yes. something sort of very specific to that time period in the yes. way it 's sort of layered through yeah. and that so some really clever ideas being put into this
1: hmm. I think the, the the detail in this statue i 'm actually trying to think of another side, so, side show statue that has this level of detail I mean if you have a look on the base it 's covered in hundreds of tiny little scarab beetles yeah um, and even the sort of the decaying toenails and stuff, but the levels of like fabric and, and the sort of the armor slash outfit. It's just, um, it, it's amazing. Like, I'm really blown away. And I think, uh, John would be quite happy because if you have a look at the back of that cloak, it's all ripped and torn and dusty and very dirty in its appearance. That's,
2: so yeah, I think this is, um, well, I'm kind of weirdly, oddly joined to the drawn to the armpit for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know why. I just really <laughs> okay. like <about> the sculpting.
0: <laughs> Whatever felt but, your Eddie.
2: That skin tone is, um, that skin
1: texture is amazing.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if that is not, um, your cup of tea, uh, then perhaps something a little bit more conventional, uh, might interest you more. And that is a, the latest in the star Wars premium format line from sideshow. And this is a Sam trooper premium format statue. Um, he's going to be 24.5 inches high And he has got, there is an exclusive version of this, which comes with a little swamp rat. um, Womp rat. uh, Sorry, womp, womp, not swamp, womp rat. Thank you. That adds to the base. Um, So if you can't live without that, then you need to order the exclusive version before it sells out. And it will cost you $419 us. Do you know what? Can
2: I be nerdy nitpick? Can I Uh, be nerdy nitpick? Ah, go on. That, that, womp rat unless it's a baby is way too small.
1: You know, that's what I was actually going to comment and not comment on the size but go until now I didn't actually know what a womp rat was because you know how they talk about him in the film, you know, repeatedly and I thought and he's like, oh, you know, I used to be able to shoot womp rats at blah, blah, blah and
2: I had not seen a womp rat before and then this one comes with a Apparently baby womp rat. Yeah, because they're meant to be no bigger than two metres. So unless that's a giant sand trooper. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's oh, a very dear. small womp
0: rat. Out of scale womp rat. Yeah. Scale ow, fail. Ow, ow,
1: ow. It's just a baby. That's why he's ignoring yep. it. Uh, this is beautifully textured. I was just scrolling through the photos. Just that um, dirty armour. Uh, once again, John would be, uh, you know, give that the thumbs up.
0: Well, he's a sand trooper. You'd be pretty disappointed if that he wasn't sandy.
1: Yeah, it wasn't sort of all dusty and dirty, so... And it's the uh, orange pauldron that's my favourite. Mm. Oh, I think this is quite quite a, a nice-looking piece. He's a, a skinny little dude, though.
0: Um, So, speaking of nice-looking, um, if the Star Wars thing is still not doing it for you, then you might find it harder to pass up the Catwoman premium format figure, and this is the um, Michelle Pfeiffer uh, Batman Returns, Catwoman, and this is uh, sculpted by our genuinely good friend, Joe Mena. Right. Um, yeah, I believe this is his first sideshow piece, actually. Um, and, like, you know, I don't collect movie stuff. This is, you know, too expensive for something that I would spend for this, whatever. But, oh, my gosh, this looks amazing. Yes.
1: Yes, I wasn't a particularly big fan of Michelle Pfeiffer in the role but um, I think this looks almost photo realistic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. If you saw it, you know, without kind of, um, that it's beautiful. You've got a couple of options here because Twitterhead has just released theirs as well. In fact, I think that's out now, mm-hmm. um, And uh, but it's a different sort of pose, so you've got um, options there, but it's very good looking.
1: Um, What's blown me away is I'm scrolling through the photos and I'm looking at it from the different angles, and, yeah, sometimes you get that. You look at a portrait and you go, oh, yeah, that looks like them. But then you click on the next photo and go, oh, but not from that angle. Something's kind of off. But I think Joe's completely nailed it here. Like every angle I look at it, just it looks like Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: Yeah, it's stunning.
1: And if ever there was a statue that was um, screaming out for mixed media,
0: yeah.
1: I think it's working very yeah. well.
0: Absolutely. Mm. Uh, the costume fabrication is by Tim Henson, who um, I have been trying to get to come and chat to us. Um, So, Tim, I'm sure you're listening. Um, (laughs) So, please, um, pick up the phone, dude. Um, I'd just love to chat to somebody who does this stuff because it's it's mm, so fascinating. mm. Mm.
1: So, presumably, because we've had the Keaton Batman and now we've got uh, Catwoman, then they must be continuing the franchise. And hopefully, that means um, the Penguin's not far
2: off.
0: Yeah, you would think so. Like, I mean,
2: Mm. yeah.
0: Or 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 Tony, like, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones, Two-Face. That's what everyone yep. wants, right? George Clooney,
3: no. Batman. Oh, no. no.
1: <laughs> oh, Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Mr. Freeze. I, I can't comment on that one, so... Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> Steele. <laughs> oh, I'd love to be able to comment on Arnold Schwarzenegger's performance, but alas.
0: <laughs> that film doesn't mm. exist in my continuity.
1: Steele. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the other one.
0: Yeah, okay. Steel. <laughs>
1: Uh, so she's four hundred and fifty bucks. That seems to be the the, the going rate right now for a it premium is. format Sasha. Yeah, um, sure.
0: twenty two inches high. Not it's it's a tall base. She's got some you know diorama stuff there, but it isn't incredibly wide. It's only ten inches wide, so very display friendly from a width angle, um, which is I think always appreciated because mm. uh, some of these bases are unnecessarily enormous. Um, I'm looking at you, DC Comics Catwoman. Hello. Um, So, uh, yeah, good-looking stuff. Uh, If none of those things uh, were pricey enough for you, um, then I have got the solution. If you really wanted to spend some big bucks on... Uh, your toy purchases from this week's news, then look no further. Then we're going back to star Wars, but forget premium format. This is the Yoda life size figure by sideshow collectibles. Um, and, uh, he is 32 inches high, um, mixed media, um, super duper expensive. Uh, he will cost you, uh, 24 um, Or the US, or just $281 a month forever.
1: (laughs) Something we actually forget (laughs) to mention (laughs) is the, I mean, obviously, two and a half grand is a lot of money, but Sideshow do have their reward points, which is effectively a a 5% discount. So, you know, that is 125 bucks you will get back. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's nothing to sneeze at. I'll have three.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: It's a dint in your Catwoman. yeah, statue. true. That's true. I think yeah. this looks great. I mean, I, I don't understand quite why they're they're doing. I mean, this must be about the fourteenth uh, life-size Yoda that somebody's produced, and I'm sort of going, well, "Hang on, what's different between this and the last thirteen that people have done, other than there's some kind of demand for it?" Like, I'm not I'm quite
0: sure. Judge your thoughts, do you?
1: <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I do.
0: Oh uh, uh, dear! Uh, uh, so, look, it's, one it's... of them
3: at least has to come in. A- Go. no you go i was gonna say one of them at least has to come in a box that looks like a backpack right, it's right. Kind mm. of
1: on your back. <laughs> i wonder what happened to his lightsaber i only just thought of that now but you know did he actually lose it between man draw in his, uh, his desk in the yoda in, cave yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the bottom left drawer
0: i like his realistically fuzzy hair
1: I think it all looks great. I think the, uh, his, his, whatever the hell his, you know, robe thing is, it certainly looks kind of worn and beat up. So, yeah, it's quite impressive, but you know, two and a half grand. It's one of those things I think, um, you know, obviously this is not something that, that we look at uh, in terms of you know, the members of the podcast, but this is the sort of thing that looks fantastic in a shop. Hmm. So you know, mm. if you if you do have a collectible store or a comic shop or something like that, this is something that you know you can put in the front window and it it stops people. True. So then they see the price and keep walking. But the, ah. yeah, my point is still made. <laughs>
0: mm. Very good. Um, well, that's my news, and I'm handing over to Eddie.
2: Yeah, so that brings me to mine. And my uh, first bit of news, uh, isn't life size, but it is mixed media. And that is the Rick Grimes six scale figure from three zero. Uh, so that's up for solicitor. And he's not priced too bad. He's going to set you back about 164 US dollars. Now, I'm a bit behind in my walking dead, uh, viewing. Is this around? The fourth season look or fifth uh,
1: he design? he's only had that gun for the last i think it was last season and this season, I think I seem to remember him getting it. yeah, don't know does he still have that jacket uh
0: I think he does
2: mm. say so, around season five ish kinda brown jacket jeans kinda pants well, look that that machete
1: is the one that um. He he killed the guy who uh, uh, was from Terminus because they are in the church, and uh, or they were at some point And he actually said, "I'm I'm going to take this machete and I'm going to kill you." And then later, when he actually hacks the dude to death in the in the church, he's using that red handled red handled machete. So. It's definitely in the latter half of the show, so season sort of four, five, six, rather than one, two, three.
0: So, the only, I think the um, outfit looks amazing. I'm just, the lighting in the different photos makes me hard to tell, makes it hard to tell the, what, um, whether the head is cast in that flesh tone or painted. And that would make a real difference to the quality of the look, I think.
1: Something that's thrown me off is, In the solicitation images, there's actually one of him holding the Colt Python, it's his revolver, and it's not fitting his hand at all. Like, it looks really kind of awkward Mm. uh, in in terms... It's as if the gun is slightly too small for the hand,
0: Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: and uh, it really does not look as if it's sitting there comfortably at all. So I don't know what's happened there, whether they're just using that from another figure that's been produced in the past or something, and the scale's slightly off, but... um,
0: Much more um, budget-friendly... I mean, not it's still expensive, but uh, it's not hot toys prices. Um, mm. So that's something. And uh, is this a part of a series or a one-off?
4: I
2: uh, I think he's the oh no, because they did do it was a while ago. I'm pretty sure it was three zero did the Michonne zombies like her. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a really awesome way to start the, the line. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and that's have it. they? Solicited or shown a Michonne? I haven't seen some one. For some reason, I feel like we might have seen a, was that, but I could be completely wrong. Um, I think this gets
1: the award for coming with the world's smallest accessories, and it actually comes with two speed loaders <laughs> yeah, for, loading, for loading the revolver. Yeah. And they're absolutely tiny. Yeah. Like I, I can see you know when they flex the plastic tray and things go flinging oh, you'd, you'd never see those again.
2: Pre-lost. <laughs> that, yeah. that award has been long one from the uh low light GI Joe that comes with <laughs> one bullet. <If> you've <laughs> seen that. It is it is insane like that thing literally people would open it up and it was just gone. <laughs> <laughs> it was where the term they pre-lost breathed it in. It just, <laughs> Yeah, yeah it was it, yeah. That, it was just like they'd picked up a fleck of plastic. From, <laughs> So, um,
1: China, John. When you're listening to this episode, we need you to add uh, pre-lost to the AFB lexicon. Absolutely. If you could. Uh, One
0: thing that I'm not a super fan of this is the kind of scars and stuff on his face, Um, because it just seems like a really time episode, time period specific. Oh come on, Rick's
1: always beaten to shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't like it.
1: The guy gets himself beat up, like, every second episode. He's always got tape or something (laughs) on his face. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now, um, speaking of small or life size, depending on how (laughs) you look at it, my next bit of news is the Ant-Man six-scale figure from Hot Toys. And this is from the film Captain America Civil War that'll be hitting in a couple of weeks. Uh, So, once again, it's Hot Toys pumping out every Marvel <laughs> character that appears in the movie until six months later when they all appear in the next film and their costumes <laughs> get slightly redone. So uh, they are hitting these guys hard I because the Ant-Man film one, I think, is only just about to start yeah. hitting yeah. soon. I don't think he's even actually hit yet, but he should be around the corner. And we've already got this new update uh up for solicit. <laughs> and... I don't know if you guys are feeling it or not, but the Paul red head sculpt almost seems to have gone backwards.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a, a young Ben Affleck. Hmm. Yeah, it
2: does, actually.
1: Looks like Ben Affleck like, from um, Goodwill Hunting or whatever that. No, no, not that one, the other one where Matt Damon was the genius.
2: Yeah, that's Goodwill uh, Hunting. Um, yeah, yeah, that's Goodwill Hunting. I was thinking more well, rats, I'm more of a.
1: Yeah, that's, that's going back yeah. far enough. Yeah, very that does. Now that you said workplace. it, I can't unsee it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's it. It's so if you're wondering what had to happen if Ben Affleck was cast as Ant Man instead of uh, Batman, (laughs) there you have, or if you want a swappable head for your uh, Batman hot toys, uh, there you go. Uh, Problem set up, but this guy, he's looking to set you back uh, 264. Uh, dollars all up. Uh, all the detail on the costume, and that is looking fantastic. Though I mean, that helmet uh, does look spot on to how it's going to appear uh, in this film, and all the piping and texturing of his costume. Uh, two hundred sixty-five uh,
1: bucks. That's um. There's not a lot going on for two hundred sixty-five bucks. Like it comes with a few swap-out hands and a little Ant-Man.
2: Yeah, that's and you know, the that at and Sorry. like the helmet's LED and it's got some electronics and things oh, yeah, okay. like Iron Man ones and that too. But to be honest, I haven't really been paying mm. too much attention to the price of hot toys. Is that comparable or is that just oh, starting to Most Hot Toys
1: are up around that price, but I mean that's a lot, you know, for, for not a lot of extras when you, you see what um the number of hands that some of them come with. Yeah, I think the main thing is, I, I took one look at this and I thought, oh, you know, they keep changing the costumes, you know, for um, merchandise reasons, but I actually can't see what's different between this and the original costume. I'd actually have to compare them to see what's changed. Like so it just looks pretty There's actually, the to
2: me. there's a fair bit different, but it's just, it's the basic design, but it's like the material and the piping lines and all that. Are- mm Fairly different itself. Like, Once you would actually compare them uh, to each other, you'd be able yeah. to spot it. But yeah, looking at them from a distance, um, you wouldn't be able to tell yeah. it looks like the exact same. Yeah, it looks like the same. So, you know, okay. the red so, yeah. where is where the red is, the black's where the black is, but how they meet up and match is all completely different. Okay. And speaking of mixed media toys, my next bit of news is the 112. Uh, collective universal monsters Frankenstein from Metzko. Uh, so he's actually the second Frankenstein solicited this week. I don't think we had it in the news, but three zero did one for the film that absolutely flopped, uh, Victor Frankenstein, mm. uh, coming out, which <laughs> it was almost a red card for me. Just wondering who would want an expensive toy from a film no one saw. Okay. Um, but I imagine if you're a Frankenstein collector, uh, this would be the one you want. This is classic uh, Boris Karloff Frankenstein. He's done in black and white as you sort of picture him uh, being there uh, in the head, the bolts on the neck. He's got two heads, your basic stare and your sort of attempted grin stare. He's got swappable hands, so he's got sort of the outstretching, Um, Strangle Hands and his face. John, John, you want to get on that? I love it. And uh, (laughs) he's got sort of a little electrode sort of base there in classic Frankenstein uh, style to bring him to life. So I know I've been a bit of a negative Nancy on these 112s, but this one I think actually does... The license Man. justice. I, I I do think this is uh oh, very, very spot on. That non grinning head is just superb. Absolutely superb.
1: Yep. And I, I keep looking at this and keep forgetting that it's uh you know it's one twelve scale. I don't just look at it and go, oh, yeah, this is a one six scale, and then it's like, no no, we're talking about, you know, Mezco's line here. And of course it comes with the um the restraints, the handcuffs and
2: yeah, and so. I forgot to mention he's only gonna set you back about seventy dollars. That's as well, so it's a fairly good price there for if it is like the images that we're seeing here um, and nothing sort of changes between uh, promotion and production, uh, I think you're in for a real treat if you're a Universal Monsters fan
0: I'm loving the diversity of this line like I think, I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, I wouldn't probably buy that uh, just on its own but I can, because of the Range that they're doing and they're coming out, you know, relatively quickly. It's the sort of thing that I could be tempted by just because, you know, I've got other ones and you can kind of display them together mm-hmm. as their own thing.
1: You'd know? uh, put this guy in your Marvel Legends collection.
2: Yeah, I was actually thinking recently about this because it used to be you'd get one or two things and maybe they'd see how it goes and you know if mm-hmm. it does sell well, you might get a third and. Sort of so on. And then of recently it seems like the market's almost shifted to we need to get a lot of stuff out as quick as possible. And then, you yeah. know, once you start to see that there's a lot of things out, you think this line's nice and healthy and I can kind of go back and track stuff down and spend up on the new stuff that's coming out. And whether, you know, sort of the market's changed a bit to when you see that there's already a few things in a line that it's a healthy line to get mm-hmm. into rather than I'm going to get one and then nothing may ever come of it, and whether it's something that's just some weird pondering I've been doing recently. No,
1: no, no. Um, well, look, I, I agree. I, I hope that, you know, I mean, they've only got one license to deal with here. It's not like they have to go to different companies and different estates and all that sort of thing. It's just, you know, dealing with Universal to get things approved. So, hopefully, you know, if the the strength of the retail sales um, you know, dictate, we'll actually get more.
2: Mm. And, I mean, Universal's doing their big Connected universe push mm. uh, soon with the Tom Cruise movie coming out next year. Yeah, so. I'm not going to say anything
1: about the fact that he's called Frankenstein. I'll just move on. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Uh, And my last bit of news uh, takes things in a bit of a different direction, and that is the Mega Man X Designer Series Mega Man X from True Force Collectibles. So uh, this is now being offered up to the general public. He was originally a Kickstarter figure. Oh, cool. Uh, that got uh, put up and was funded uh, very successfully. So he doesn't really look how Mega Man appeared in the game. This is sort of an artistic interpretation of him. Uh, And Capcom did sort of these, they were very good with the license. They would let anyone use the license for a Kickstarter program for a figure of Mega Man on the basis that, the license would be paid for when the Kickstarter got funded. So there were actually a couple of different attempts to kickstart a Mega Man figure recently, and this is the one that actually got through and done. So I would be assuming that uh, Mega Man fans, of which there's a lot of really diehard fans of uh, this character, even though he hasn't had a good video game in many, many years, <laughs> uh, people out there definitely do still... Uh, and that's not being controversial, Mega Man fans will be the very first people to tell you uh, there hasn't been a good game in quite some time but uh, he's a great one and I've seen a few reviews of those that got the Kickstarter one uh, early in hands and they're very uh, very happy with him and I do think he does look uh, Mm. quite good in here so comes with a few different sort of swappable arms, he's got diecast armour pieces, he's got uh, light up functions through with the cannon gun and uh, all that, so uh, really, really well done job and I'm kind of excited to see what True Force Collectibles will be uh, doing in the future. Mm. It, uh, definitely seems like they're borrowing heavily from a few of the Japanese companies and uh, what me, might be brought across from them, so very Adam, excited. Adam, are
0: you so. a Meg- uh, Mega Man fan?
2: Um,
3: I didn't play Mega Man much beyond like the early 90s. Um, I would be Happy to get more Mag- Mega Man stuff, but um, I don't have much in the way of collectibles related to him. I think my brother's got one of the figure arts ones. Um, so I'd be interested actually just to see how they stack up against the, the figure
4: art.
2: Mm-hmm. I think from memory of watching the people who got them in hand, this guy's much bigger. Uh, so he okay. was, it says six inches here, but I think he was more in around the eight inches uh, category. Of hype, but I could be wrong on that one. That's just going off uh, YouTube reviews. Hmm. I like it. Yeah.
0: Well, Adam, I think we're over to you. We sure
3: are. Thank you. So the first piece I have is um, the first in a line called DC Comics Mugshot Busts, and it's from CryptoZoic Entertainment, and this one is Harley Quinn. So it's got Harley with – um, it's basically the classic Harley costume, but without the headpiece on. So it's just got a, a pigtail – yeah, pigtails outside – um, holding up a little, you know, convict or um, mugshot board, and um, then just goes into that goes into a pair of handcuffs, and then the base is like um, the GCPD, um shield. So I think that's that's quite cute. Um, uh,
0: honestly, I think that looks like a, a year, year nine art project.
1: I'm <laughs> just looking at it, and it, it doesn't feel like it's a legitimate. product to me. It feels like it's an artist mock-up of what the final thing will look like.
0: And These are the people that are doing... They've got our DC license. They're the ones that are doing the Bombshells minifigures and um, stuff, which I think look quite good. Um, But this looks like craft to me.
1: I don't understand why they've chosen to go with the hair out, because... It's kind of like they're mixing the two looks, and, and they're only going to do one bust, and they want to capture all the Harley fans. So you know, the classic fans get the, um, the you know the classic black and red, but then the the blonde pigtails out is more in keeping with the the new version of Harley.
2: Rebirth Harley.
1: Mm. I'm gonna
0: I I'm gonna pass on rebirth and wait for afterbirth. <laughs> Stop.
1: Not
2: a reboot. Still not rebooting. <laughs>
0: Stillbirth. <laughs> <laughs> Stillbirth. Oh, oh, that's really sad. And Adam that's
2: just right. broke the internet. Oh, in dear. June.
3: <laughs> It won't be Ash. the first time. No.
2: Yeah. No. <laughs> um, no, well, for those
3: that like me think it's maybe worth looking at, it's going to be 65 bucks, and it's out in September this year.
0: You mean the wrong uh, people?
3: <laughs> your mum.
0: <laughs> Carry on. Oh, the next thing looks like my mum. So,
3: Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go <laughs> I thought she had fewer tentacles, hey hmm. um, So the next item is a 7-inch Kooloo action figure from SD Toys It um, doesn't look like it has any articulation whatsoever So it's more staction than action um, uh, It looks like maybe his arms move a little bit But hard to tell I'm just He's,
5: hoping this
0: you know, a pale. Okay Yeah. (laughs) the tail. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully that's just the the photography.
1: Yeah. I'm not a fan of this at all. Um, We hate your uh, news,
0: Adam.
3: (laughs) One news hates you.
1: (laughs) I take one look at this and I I wonder whether the companies that produce these figures have actually read the original story. You know, it's... um, Lovecraft goes to great lengths to describe, or, or attempt to describe, because it's almost as if he he's trying to describe Cthulhu, but it's you know it's such a, re- a revolting sight that that you know he can't. And yes, to gaze upon it is to drive you mad. But Cthulhu's always been kind of um, if you if you read the original story, he's more like this you know huge gelatinous kind of thing. And Lovecraft did actually do a couple of sketches of what he pictured. Um, Cthulhu to, to look like. And in none of those sketches does he have these two eyes like this. In fact, he actually has six eyes. He has two sets of three eyes. And uh, I don't know where this notion of drawing him and, and portraying him like this came from, but um, it's just really not in the style of Lovecraft's description. So for me, you know, this is an easy pass.
2: I feel like it was South Park. I could be wrong on that, but. It feels mm. like that's the first place I remember seeing that of Cthulhu. Yeah, I know just, that's how they did him in *Treble
3: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think obviously with the budget and the um, scale that we're talking about, there's some limitations to what you can do. And this is a this isn't a high end, um, you know, figure. It's fifty bucks US, so it's a. Um, an interpretation of it, and if you're you know kind of just a fan of the character, um, you might be uh, might be keen, but yeah, I I hear what you're saying, Ben. It um, looks good, like, I'm, yeah, like yeah. As, as in sitting on
1: your shelf, I think it would look fantastic. Like, I think they've done a great job with the wings and everything. So, whoever sculpted it did a great job in sculpting it. I just don't think it's in keeping with the source material. I've actually got um, a Cthulhu bust that was sculpted by a guy I reviewed it on the show some time ago and the guy did the sculpt based on Lovecraft's original sketch and you know it's this short kind of almost you know fat creature with these you know shrunken um wings and then in you know in the story he actually describes how you know the wings in theory wouldn't even be able to sort of propel it they they were so shrunken and you know whatnot so um so look you know great
2: attempt uh yeah it's the Frankenstein versus thank Frankenstein's monster type thing. It's sort of a pop-cultural image taking over yes, the original source. you're
0: right. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, if you're a Cthulhu fan, um, then you should read a fantastic novel by a fantastic writer called Peter Clines, um, and the novel is called 14. Um, he's also got a fantastic series called X that is about superheroes in a zombie apocalypse. Mm. Um, which is brilliant. He's one of us. Like, Peter Kleins is the guy's name. You should check it out. Hmm.
2: Should also watch Rick and Morty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Adam, we totally hijacked that item. That's
3: okay. Um, as we move along, we get to another wonderful item from our friends at Good Smile Company, uh, which is the Age of Ultron Captain America Nendroid an figure. Um, the, the full name of this figure, because we want to make sure we get it right, is... The Avengers Age of Ultron Nendoroid figure, Captain America Heroes Edition. Um, so don't go around saying that mine are all the hard ones to produce, <laughs> to, to, to pronounce, sorry. Um, so this is obviously Cap in the Age of Ultron um, look. He's the Nendoroid version, so he's, you know, kind of cutie SD um, or super DeFormo looking bobblehead kind of pose. I don't believe these are actually bobbleheads, but... Um, and, you know, he comes with his figure stand, comes with a shield that you can detach and has its own little stand so you can quickly like he's throwing it. That is and amazing. It's like there's a little effect part that clips onto it.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of love for Nendoroids, but that throwing shield action stand thing is just awesome.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. actually do some fantastic stuff like that, and it always makes me think, oh, I just wish that was done on like a – Actual six inch <laughs> figure than a egghead munchkin thing.
5: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's very young. Uh, very munchkin. scotty young, isn't it? <laughs> it um, is.
0: Yeah. Oh, look.
1: Yeah, it's fun for what it is.
0: It's only yeah. um, four inches so, tall.
1: Okay. Mm.
3: Sorry, it's only four inches tall. Yeah, that's okay. Four inches is pretty big, you know. <laughs> Keep
0: <getting told>. um, <laughs> <laughs> well,. If it makes you feel better, <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Next, I'm um, genuinely excited about the next
3: so, one. Yeah. Okay, the next item is Kotobakeya uh, have announced that they will be doing a Sinestro New Fifty Two Version One Tenth Scale Artifacts Statue. Um, so this is obviously Sinestro. He's uh, got a bit of a, a bit of a pose going, where he looks a bit cranky <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> He also looks like he's maybe blasting something out the back of his one hand or something, but
1: he's doing something <laughs>
0: with his right hand,
1: reaching back uh, hand. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that it's you know it's blasting yeah. out the back of something, just not his hand.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I mean like it's like Woo, that was a smelly yeah. one. Woo <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. You will fear my clear the toilet.
0: <laughs> um so, so I'm
1: this this looks like he's partaking in the footloose dance off.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, look, I yeah. I'm, was really happy when I saw that they were adding more characters to this line because I really like it. Um, pose, style-wise, it's perfectly in keeping with what they've done, um, but pose-wise, really not. Um, you know, everything else <laughs> is, like, very kind of... Well, there's a couple that have got a little bit of action happening, like Green Arrow, and I, I've got them right here. I'm looking up at them. Nightwing. Um but, you know, most of them are pretty museum-y. And uh, he looks like he's, like, it, from the back, he looks like he's disco roller skating. <laughs> That's he, it, yeah. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. 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 It's so, the rollerball. It,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I just, I'm not <laughs> quite sure what they were aiming for, but I don't, I'm still going to buy this, Is, right, because I, I really love this line, but.
2: I, I can kind of see the thinking in that I would imagine if, Say this isn't the only lantern they got planned. Like, say they're going to do maybe Atrocitus or Saint Walker down the line, or that you know, eventually, them all standing with their fist kind of in the air looking at the ring, uh, like I think Hal was posed, they might kind of start to run out of positions for lantern characters. So, they might just be trying to get some diversity in for all these characters with similar powers.
0: Yeah, it's just like you know, this is like the. Eighteenth or nineteenth figure in this line. Oh, is it? Wow! Yeah, seriously. Um, the uh, and so I don't know. It's kind of pretty late in the piece to go really off the reservation pose-wise. Um, mm. anyway, still cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, disco roller skate.
3: you could always <laughs> just like craft your own little um, yellow disco roller skates and put them on his feet if it makes
2: you feel better. Oh. <laughs> Clear yellow, so it's like his yeah, construct Absolutely,
0: yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh!
2: Fear <laughs> yeah, the return of disco.
1: Uh,
0: okay, well, uh, Ben, I don't know how you're going to top this.
1: Uh, okay, I'll try my best. Well, we haven't talked about Funko, so we better get that out of the way. And uh, I actually was quite surprised that this hasn't been done. And uh, they announced this week that they are doing the new Ghostbusters. So this is the uh, the chick lineup and for the movie that we're all a bit nervous about, and we're hoping that eventually there'll be a trailer that blows us away, like the Rogue One trailer, but, you know, until then. Anyway, um, this is Funko doing what Funko do with their pop finals. We are getting um, the whole crew, which is nice. Patty Tolan, Abby Yates, Aaron Gilbert, the Holtzman, Kevin Gertrude Eldridge, who is our first undead uh, character, and Rowan's Ghost, which um, there's bound to be a story there to explain something, because he's a creepy little dude. (laughs) Yeah. And these are numbered in the 300s, so uh, whether these are in the movie line or...
2: Anyway, that's actually not bad. The fact that we're actually getting them all in one go, so...
1: Yeah,
5: That's
2: good stuff. I've started to realise, I think I just have... Fake Funko solicits in my mind now. Like I just yeah. see, okay, this film's being made. So say Rogue One. So in my mind, I just have Rogue One pops already solicited now. Like they don't even need to do an actual press release. I just assumed these were coming. I had no doubt that they mm. were going to come out, and they look pretty much exactly like, particularly the Chris Hemsworth one. Is like, well, that's just how I. I'm pretty sure that's just the John Oliver head uh, repainted. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you know because Funko in their pops they don't represent height and weight particularly well. I have to admit I was scrolling through the main characters and I I couldn't put sort of actresses to pops kind of thing like I was looking and going on those the two brunette ones um which ones you know what's her name from so yeah so I had to sort of go back up and do a quick comparison to work out who was who. So Kristen Wiggs the one with the short hair and mm. anyway so yep that's our Franco uh, uh, segment of the week. Hey, speaking um, of um,
0: Melissa McCarthy if you have yes. if you haven't seen her lip sync battle with Jimmy Fallon um uh, you have to youtube <laughs> it it is the fun watch it right to the end it is like <laughs> I have watched it uh, so many times like crying with laughter it is that <laughs> funny she's just she's freaking hilarious.
2: Like, she's amusing. Oh, she's hilarious. Yeah. And then what like, Rick and Morty That's wrong.
1: Follow it up. (laughs) Okay. All right. Moving on. And Walmart uh, have announced an exclusive set of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle classics figures. And these are the the six-inch scale line. And they are doing a set of figures from the 1991 Secret of the Ooze movie. So these are nicely window-boxed. Hurrah, hurrah. Thank you, Playmates, for moving into the uh, 21st century. Um, These are actually pretty cool. They look like deluxe figures. So we get uh, all four guys, and they come with lots of extras. And I don't know that I've ever seen six-inch figures with four swap-out heads, or four, sorry, three swap-out heads for a total of four different heads. Um, That's actually pretty cool. I don't get the six-inch... Uh, figures, but I'm really liking what I'm seeing.
2: Wow! It's, I. I was a little bit mixed on this one because.
0: Sorry, even, you, you were what? What physically mixed or? Yeah, are you saying my that
2: DNA got okay. Kind of are you all saying jumbled. that you had a mixed feeling of your? I had I had mixed feelings. Okay, I'm just clarifying. about these because I'm excited to see the sort of classic turtles line return, but. For exclusive figures, I do have all these four guys already. Um, It's just a couple of new heads and new accessories uh, that we're getting with them. And I kind of hoped with all this extra stuff, they're doing just a little bit of like maybe paint on the heads to get the freckles or things going that they had in the movies. Just something maybe to slightly add a little bit since they're reusing the actual uh, figure sculpts. Here And the other thing, and it's a little thing, and I know why they did it, but it just kind of was like, oh, you tried to trick me here, is that the heads that they came with on the original figures are put onto the side, like one of the three loose ones, and they have a new head on in the package, mm. just to try and give it that look of being a new figure. But it's like, oh, no, the original head's still in there. have <laughs> got one of the same.
1: Well, I'm digging the fact that this is a six-inch action figure, which will probably sell for the same price as a Star Wars Black and you're getting three swap out heads and a crap load of accessories. I mean, Mikey comes with, um, not only his nunchucks, but his sausage nunchucks. He comes with a box yep. of donuts. Um, there's some really cool accessories going on here.
2: Uh, the accessories are great. His... This, that's where, like, I, I do mean I mixed in that there's a lot of good in here as well, because I was missing link sausage nunchucks. Yeah. Uh, and the, that's yeah, right. the donut, the wiffle bat and the broom with donut, like, they're actual movie. Yeah. Um accessories are coming with here. They're not just random. Uh, and I took bits.
1: one look at the, I took one look at the Michelangelo figure, and I was like, oh, it's a shame he doesn't come with a pizza. But then Raph comes with a pizza, so yeah. so these are cool. I, I like these. Well done. And uh, hopefully, being Walmart exclusives, they'll find their way to some nondescript store here in Australia. <laughs> so. All right, moving on, and we're still talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and yeah, yeah we're getting some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows figures. Uh, yeah, yeah. I already have these. You already have them?
0: Yeah. Well, uh, it's just the movie that hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Okay.
2: I, I brought some of these figures today. Where did you bring them? <laughs> I, I, you, I, you brought, purchased I brought them, brought them to the register them. where I bought them. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get uh, this kid
0: trained eventually. He's gonna well, speak. He's gonna speak real good English going on.
2: I corrected myself today. Uh, the other oh, day, well you did. I did. I know. Yeah, I was. That got like so many likes oh, too. I kept getting all these random, Scott friends likes.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: My gran- M- grammar, police posse. Yeah, I just imagine you told all your like work colleagues about me one day, <laughs> like. I just can't. He gets brought and bought mixed up all the time and it's just killing me. And, yeah. then, and then.
0: and But like he lives in Melbourne, so if I unfriend him, it's going to be really embarrassing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, you
1: guys, <laughs> do you guys want a donut with that coffee while you're you know, sitting down and, you know, <laughs> our coffee's good and here, so our friend, yeah. Friendships and. Yeah. Uh-uh. Anyway, um, these guys are bringing out an absolute crap load of stuff for this movie, um, which, you know, is uh, it's all positive, because the movie can't possibly be as bad as the first one. Oh. So, <laughs> I think um, there's absolutely that nowhere to go. Last
0: words. I there's nowhere wait. to go but up.
1: Uh, oh, no. <laughs> um, there's a lot of really cool stuff. They've got figures in three different scales, so it's something for everyone. I'm really liking the crane because um, we've actually got the you know the movie, oh, sorry, the the cartoon feel with the actual Krang alien inside um, the uh, the robot dude, etc. But yeah, some nifty little vehicles as well. We're getting the uh, the garbage truck, We're getting the sort of the the sewer lair playset, which is looking pretty good, and a technodrome. So yeah, there's lots of. Groovy stuff going on there, and uh, I think this will be um, clogging the pegs for at least another good
0: twelve months. Oh yeah, oh at yeah. least. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right,
1: my last bit of news: Blitzway, who do the odd one-six scale figure, have, uh, according to their, um, their their copy that comes with the solicitation, finally brought these products to us because they've been uh, working on them for quite some time. And these are Fight Club 1-6 scale Tyler Durden figures. And this is, um, I was going to say one of my favourite David Fincher films, but then I like all David Fincher films, so, um, you know, it's a win there. Uh, so we actually only get the two figures, and you might have uh, thought that you'd get Brad Pitt and Ed Norton, but you don't. You're just getting Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt in two different versions. There's the sort of the earlier Brad Pitt with the leather jacket and the shades um, and the, the coiffed. Hair, and then there is the um, the Brad Pitt with sort of the the fur coat and the almost shaved head kind of thing going on. And you also have the option of getting them as a set. Now these guys aren't cheap; they're two hundred and fifty bucks each. And if you buy them together, you'll get a discount of two bucks. Woo! But you do get an
2: exclusive bathrobe to go with it. And you get one of his adopted kids that come. <laughs>
1: Uh, um, this is not uh this is not scant on accessories this is something that's a little bit different Uh, instead of getting numerous swap out hands which are actually there um you you get uh uh, baseball bats beer revolver golf club you get matches cigarettes uh, stuff like that but the um the 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 non fur coat guy comes with a shower from the the crappy apartment, and the uh, the latter fur coated guy comes with a table and chair. So I think the um the 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 leather jacket version actually looks really good. Actually. Yeah, it does. It looks mm. pretty um, pretty neat.
2: This is kind of impressive too, because Brad Pitt's very notorious for not giving out his likeness to merchandise he's been a very stickler so someone worked something out here Mm. uh Mm. to get his one so i'd like to know the story behind that i um i
1: took a a friend of mine to see seven and uh, she actually got up and left the cinema she she found it too hard going and um I can remember then going to see Fight Club, and um, we went to see Fight Club, and I didn't tell her uh, ahead of time that it was the same director. I just said that we were going to see a Brad Pitt film. So it's maybe why she doesn't talk. She doesn't talk to me anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure that's it. Yeah.
1: But I loved Fight Club and I thought it was a great film. One of my favourite things about the release on the DVD when it first came out is you flip it open and there's um, – this is in the special edition and you flip it open and there's all these reviews from critics that are just positive and glowing and saying what a remarkable film it is. But then you flip it onto the other side and it's got all the critics that just said, you know, this is complete rubbish and, and uh, <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> it's very sort of in keeping with the theme of the film. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. That's cool. Yes.
1: Cool So, yeah, I really like that. I just, uh, I I really like the leather jacket version, but I just don't think I could bring myself to um, to spend 250 bucks. if, you know, maybe they'd done Ed Norton as well.
0: Mm. So, mm. But anyway,
1: very nice. Meatloaf.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Money's worth. For sure. <clears throat> All right. Well, I think we've had a very good stab at the news, and I think that we deserve a break. So we'll hand over to John for the next installment of everybody's favourite podcast game named that. Why? My name is... What? My name is... What? My name is... Name's uh, <laughs> Sadie. My name is... What? Uh, my, <laughs> my name is... What? My name is... Sadie. My name is... What? Excuse me. My name is... name Sadie. Can I have the attention <laughs> of the
5: class?
4: <laughs> <for one second>? <laughs> <laughs> my name is... Hey gang, it's your old weird Uncle John back with another uh, installment of Everybody's Favorite Podcast Game? Name that. When last we left, we heard this tantalizing tone
5: oh, you're on my
4: well this is normally the point where i give you guys the answer but i gotta do a little housekeeping here and that is that last week i credited the answer to mr johns and i was mistaken um the way he pronounces our the way he spells his name is a little unusual, so it's actually Mr. Jones, and um, I have to apologize for that. I'm really sorry, but if you've listened to the podcast long enough, you would know that pronunciation is not my strong spot, or is spelling, so I really have to say I'm sorry. And I have to bring that up because it just so happens that Mr. Jones happened to get this week's answer and knew that that was Rumble Robots from the early 2000s. And they were a line of like these little automated robots and you would start them with like cards, you'd insert them and uh, they would do things. And I don't know a whole lot about them, but uh, they look kind of neat from the commercial. So, we will move on to another sound.
3: Battle Station, Detective Decoder, Bruce. I'm going up. Stacks, ready to fire.
4: And just so you don't have to rewind, I'll play it one more time.
3: Battle Station, Detective Decoder, Bruce. I'm going up. Stacks, ready to fire.
4: Well, if you think that you know what that is, you know what to do by now. You head on over to AFB Forum. That's afbforum.com. You sign up for the forum, and you go make a guess in the name that thread. You get it right, and you get a coveted forum point. And this week, the forum points can be traded in for a Spanish to English dictionary, but it only goes from uh, English to Spanish. The other part was taken out of it, so um, we found it in a desk drawer here somewhere. Uh but, you know, if that's helpful to you, you could, you could trade in your forum points. Anyway, if that's too hard, uh, you can come over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We play a picture version. It's the same thing. You go to the forum, you can still get those coveted forum points, and all is good in the world. And for now, this is John, and I'm saying peace out.
0: Get you. To get the
1: speed,
0: uh, you're wasting me. You've won the battle, but can you master the game? I'm, I'm Ficus. I am Lunash. I'm though.
4: I'm Clamster. Rumble robots come with power cards. Each sold separately. Batteries not
0: included. Well, we're looking at uh, two different toys in detail tonight, and we are doing it in pairs. And Adam and Eddie, you are going to team up first. So over to you for our toy of the week.
3: Thank you very much, Scott. Well, yeah. now that Eddie has uh, been convinced to take up the wonderful cause of collecting SH Figure Arts um, Dragon Ball <laughs> Z items, I think you know, we may as well start sense. reviewing them together. Ah, <laughs> oh, look, no, you love it. I do. <laughs> Your wallet, maybe not so much. <laughs> he doesn't. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, this week we are reviewing the Super Saiyan Sun Goku Super Warrior Awakening version. In other words, the I'm Fighting Freezer and uh, Fuckies All. Um, that's really on
2: spoilers. Okay. Yep. Do you remember where Sorry. you were when? Oh, when? Because this is this is like a as a millennial, this is a question that we often talk about in pubs. Like some people talk about where they were when JFK got shot. Um, one of our ones is where were you when Goku went Super Saiyan? And I remember I was eating breakfast at the time before year nine, uh, going to school. Do you remember where you were? When it went Super Saiyan?
3: I would have been uh, sitting around at home one evening having gotten home from uni. Um, uh, me being a slack bastard, I wouldn't get up in time to watch cartoons um, before uni. So I'd just get up as late as possible, hop on the train, catch train into town, and then watch cartoons that I'd taped um, when I got home.
2: Uh, um, very nice. So,
3: yeah. So, yes. Um, look, it's, it's a really good figure, you know. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get through some of the, the other little details here first, I think. Um, so this is obviously figure Out from Bandai. It was released last year. Uh, no, not last year, this year. Um, and we've obviously both gotten it this year because we aren't time travelers. Um, and it's an action figure. I don't know how much you paid in store, Eddie, but I paid 47 bucks off Big Bad and that's US.
2: This was the one I got really lucky with, um and got from a store that I'll talk about a bit later that was closing down. Uh, so I actually scored him very luckily for $35 Australian uh, with uh, $40 with the Tamashi FX, um, like yellow energy beams. So uh, I was very happy, yep. but because of that, uh, I was missing something that I'll get into as we talk about accessories.
3: Okay. Um, so I
2: think we've covered
3: most of the intro stuff. Um, the box, it's not quite the standard figure arts box. Um, it's still got the, the lovely trays that we all know and love, and it's got the backing color card that we all know and love and instructions on how to close your brand new figure that we all know and love. But this one has like a, a bit of a Samsung Galaxy Edge kind of feel to it, or Samsung, yeah, you know, it's got that, yeah. that little window on the side.
2: And that um, the... Um... Graphics on the right edge are completely different to that sort of normal dot-shaded effect that's been going on. There's usually like a yeah. close-up image of the face and in a dot shell, whereas this is like a nice colour image of the figure and then some black and white poses of it um, behind underneath, almost in a comic book panel style.
3: Yeah, I thought it was a really nice box. Um, and clearly something they're not continuing with this line because then we've got subsequent figures have gone back to the... The dots.
2: Yeah. Mm. Very weird. Because yeah, I actually really like this oh. design myself. I would have been. I mean, I mean, if you're a stickler for uh, keeping the same box design, it's going to annoy you like crazy. But um, it is a really nice design, and I've noticed they've done it with some of the Power Rangers stuff, the new ones, on that too. So whether it's someone at Figure Arts and this box was designed by someone else, or what's going on there?
3: Yeah. I mean the the. um Poses on the back are really well done in terms of photography with the the use of light and stuff as well. So um, if you want uh, wonderful shots, look at Eddie's. If you want slightly different but also wonderful shots, have a look at the back of the box. Mm. Yep. Um, So, yeah. And the the figure itself.
2: Yeah, I was about to say that sculpt on this, this is some of the best ripped clothing sculpt I have seen. Uh, in a figure. It's just his ripped clothing sculpting around the knees is just fantastic yep. how that looks and yet is still articulated and can completely move around the articulation uh, in there is really brilliant.
3: Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I looked at that I was kind of mucking about with a little bit and I was just going, oh, you can't actually rotate, um, the lower leg at the top of his boot. And I think that that was the same deal for the other Goku versions as well that we've had. Um, so it wasn't like it was completely different, but I was kind of going, "Yeah, It looks a bit weird when you've got the, the laces on his boot pointing off at a, a different angle to his actual
2: foot, but sure, why is, not? Is that your left leg as you're looking at it, the, on the one on the left? Uh,
3: that's both of them. I don't think it
2: rotates at the top of the boot. Uh, I just meant in terms of um, the actual. Ch- oh, actually, hold on. I've just discovered an articulation point that I didn't know about.
1: <laughs> so, uh, the, um, an articulated
2: groin. Yeah. So uh-uh. we can add. Up. I I don't know if you you knew about this as well, but this is actually helping with that bootlace issue. Where you've got say like halfway up the thigh as it's going into his gait, there's an actual rotation yeah. point there, so you can turn that's i didn't even know i had that side my um what would be his right leg his shoelace was pointed you can see it in some of the photos that i put on facebook uh his shoelace is pointing right almost to the middle of his foot but now i can fix that a little bit with that which is still i would like Like a rest of the leg boot joint there um as well but that that is helpful oh that's exciting i found something new it's like the goggles (laughs) on um what's her name Mockingbird, yeah, it's not. I like this discovering things on there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think
3: that's really good. I think the um, I'm pretty sure that all the figures have the thing where you can kind of pull the the middle apart a little bit in terms of um, getting a bit more extension out of the torso through the what would normally be an ab crunch. Um, as in, I've I've played around and pulled them apart, but this one they've actually said on the box. Um, either on the box or on the little instruction booklet that if you want to recreate um, the Kamehameha pose better, you can pull it up a bit and move him around a bit more to get a bit more articulation that way, which I think if, I don't know if they've had that advice with all of them, but if they have and I haven't been reading it, that's my fault. If they have had the same system in and they haven't given people the advice, maybe
2: they want to. Yeah.
3: So I will now be playing with all of them to find out what's going on there.
2: Yeah, my Vegeta's got oh, a very quite... loose one of that that's kind of driving me a bit nuts, actually, because I just look at him and his middle joint pops up.
3: Uh, this is your Super Saiyan Vegeta? Yeah. Okay, because if it was, you know, your um Saiyan Saiyan Vegeta, I have an option to help you with that.
2: <laughs> okay. And <laughs> yeah, um, um But actually, the muscle sculpting on this is really great, too, because the other ones have had sort of the gi um over the top of but this is you know as he looks towards the end of most battles with his shirt completely ripped and tattered on the edge yeah and one thing i really like is with these guys like uh the he-man figures uh the goku heads are all swappable so you can put the different heads on him and have it be almost the battle damage from any version of goku Yep. through there which is very nice so I, I know yeah. I keep forgetting which one's which, so I keep calling this one um, to you the battle-damaged Goku, uh, which can kind yeah. of fit.
3: Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the only one that probably doesn't quite work, I mean, it wouldn't quite work with Super Saiyan God. I'm just trying to remember sure what he was wearing in Battle of Gods, but anyway, um, and it wouldn't quite work with um, Super Saiyan 3 because of colouring on that's quite a bit different, but the rest of it would work fine with. Mm. Um I mean, obviously, you know, you, you know, he's about to hand out a whooping because he's got the nipple out, and as soon as go, his nipples are out.
2: He's <laughs> over. Yeah, um, he's like well I guess Shatner.
3: the other thing. Okay, yeah, that's pretty true. much.
2: That's yeah.
3: That's that's the end of you. Yep. Um, the other thing in terms of sculpt, I mean, the only other uh, topless or or partly exposed bust that we've seen so far from Dragon strangles Here we've had um, the the unsolicited, but. Um, shown years ago, Napa and um, Bromley. I mean, those guys are massive in comparison. So this is the first time i have seen it in a figure this kind of size, which is really cool. Mm. I don't know if there's much more we want to say about the sculpt of this thing.
2: Yeah, just it's brilliant. It's it's just even like looking at those little touches, just like um, I forget what you call, but like his wristbands. Just there's like slight little tattering in there that if you look at really close in detail, that are different to the basic figure. Um, so it's just, or very fine attention to detail on this figure, but yeah, brilliant. But, and I think going along with the sculpting, the paint applications, uh, cause he's a lot of, you know, just orange, blue flesh tone, but they've done a lot of washes over it to bring out those very great little touches, uh, in the, even like the little like paint wash that they've put into his ears is fantastic. Yeah. It just,
3: that just, really brings out the kind of Toriyama
2: ear. Yeah. And just
3: so that's, ah, love it. So I think they could have done a bit more wash on um the gi, like both the blue undershirt and the the actual pants parts that are left. Um, like there's a bit of wash in the thighs. Oh, there's a little bit in um the the shin area, but there's whole parts of it that just have, seem to have no wash whatsoever. Like the whole back of it, which I guess they probably don't expect people to spend a lot of time looking at the back of the figure, but.
2: Uh, yeah, my, my one complaint that's... with the wash is the ones on the sort of shin area is almost a little too dark of a wash in there. Yeah. There's a little extra yeah. almost going to black at some points. Um, and, like, there's a little bit of that around his crotch area as well, but it's not yeah. as bad as down uh, that one through. But the ones, like, over the muscles on his shoulders and all that just really do a good job in bringing out that sculpt. And also yep. on his uh, his golden hair too, just having that because I know the original Super Saiyan Goku didn't It was just sort of a more flat yellow hair. Yeah, versus. it had
3: had the slight grading on it, but not not yeah. like a huge amount. Yeah, um, the one letdown I have with real letdown I have with the paint is um, on the left cuff. You, because it's got that tattering as you say the blue paint has not been applied to just the cuff and there's like, it's just obviously an even line that they've painted around and it's, it's gone onto the the actual forearm below it.
2: I have only a little bit of that on, it would be the left arm as well, but it's just on sort of the underside of the back of his arm. So it's not, not too bad. And on the right hand, there's a tiny bit where they haven't gotten the cuff when you look at it sort of from above and the top of it's just kind of slightly fleshed home. But apart from that, um, the cuffs and that, are all fairly wonder. I've got a little bit of um, also on the the boot where it's sort of the yellow lace is just painted over blue plastic, and the blue is coming through a little bit, Uh, and they're slightly different colours. One's a more stronger yellow, and one's a bit of a lighter yellow, Um, just where different amounts of paint's been applied. But, yeah. Yeah. one thing I'm always impressed with these guys is sort of the tampo paint of the eyes is just always amazingly done. I'm just always yeah. very impressed by that, and that really brings the character out is getting those eyes correct.
3: I kind of wonder whether they actually do some kind of decal system because they're, they're so perfect. Mm. Like like that's a perfectly done white eye. with it. It's got the, the black lines around it that are perfect. So I, I almost suspect that's a decal of yeah. some sort. Mm.
2: Really good. Yep.
3: Really good. Also, like, um, since they've started doing the metal pinning in some of the the figure arts, that they've actually covered the joints in the elbows really well with that and in the knees.
2: Mm. So you can can just see the edge of it. Yeah. Now, as a newbie in this, I've been meaning to ask you when it comes to the double jointed elbows, is it meant to go all the way with the upper part of the joints? Because on a lot of mine, it seems to just kind of stop at about 45 degrees there, and then the rest bends. And you can still get a fairly locked-in movement joint, but I've just wondered about that, whether that's meant to be a full turn on both of those joints or if it's meant to sort of lop off there at about 45.
3: Um, I try not to play with it too much because I'm convinced that I'll break it. (laughs) So I kind of get to the point where I just go, it it almost for me ends up being um, little more than... Um, just a way to get, like, if I can get a the forearm touching the bicep, that's good enough. Because I kind of go beyond that, like, I don't want to force it and um, break things as I've done with toys in the past.
2: Yeah. I think it's just years of playing with Marvel Legends, getting those two joints to move the same amounts is just ingrained in me. I just feel like that's the way, like, there's nothing actually sort of bad in the movement restriction and it still gets full range of movement, but it just, <laughs> something doesn't seem right after playing with Western toys for so long. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, now, with the accessories, I unfortunately have uh, two right fists. I, so he has a bunch of swap-out hands Uh, He's got four sets of hands, but, yeah, my fist ones, which would actually be the ones out of all of them I would want both of, uh, I only have uh, two fists because the figure that I got was in a display cabinet. He was loose uh, when I brought him, and the store was going out of business, so uh, I didn't really want to go back and uh, push them to look for a tiny fist uh, that may be loose somewhere, uh, or they probably sold it to someone else who has two uh, right fists where I have two left um, but it's uh, that's, that's one little thing but then for the price that I got him at I can't complain uh, too much about that yes. I've tried using a couple of other fists that come with the different ones uh, and it can blend yeah. but there's a slightly different flesh tone uh, that uh, okay. goes with them so it does it's one of those things no one else would ever notice but when you have that sort of crease in your wallpaper uh, that you always yes. see when you walk in the room uh, for me there with, um, But what about you, what's your favourite uh, Set of hands that comes with this
3: So I haven't played with a great deal at the moment But um, I had him doing a, a Blocking um, big key attack So he arms crossed over his face Which means that the, the fists are fine with me um, yep. As my pose And otherwise I'd probably either have him Doing a, a kamehameha Or a um, Or just some kind of powering up pose So fists are probably my staple There or otherwise you know, blast effect hands.
2: Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love posing him with the sort of, sort of uh, yellow power effect, and yeah, so <laughs> the fist for the power up, just ah, scrammy thing. Uh, and what about? Uh, <laughs> so he has three faces. He's got uh, the neutral face. He's got the sort of gritted teeth, angry face, and he's got the screaming, open mouth face, which is your uh, preferred. So at the moment, I've got serious face, not gritted teeth
3: one. Um, so. Basically, I've just left it at standard configuration. Um, My other Super Saiyan Goku's got Screaming Face. I'm just wondering whether I could have to go back and check whether it's the same three portraits or not.
2: I don't think it was. I've, mine's, it's just out of reach. I can sort of see it from the corner, but I was checking them a couple of weeks ago, and I think it's the Screaming one's the same, but then there were a couple of little differences, and the eyebrows are definitely different on them um yeah and i think they had different pegs behind the face the as head. well so it had different sort of geometry shapes so i don't think i could actually uh, i think i tried swapping them over for different expressions and it didn't quite fit okay the other one
3: i'll just check since it's within reach even like silence box is the vegeto because that should have some similar faces but doesn't look like they are the same for super saiyan oh well yeah mm. so which one have you gone for eddie
2: I've gone for the screaming face just because I love the painted teeth and the mouth and getting that like this to me is him pissed off and angry and uh, over the edge. This is that final moment in the battle one. So uh, I do quite like the screaming face on him because there was a lot of screaming in that show. I think that's more screaming in that show <laughs> than any other animated uh series yeah. in existence. But uh this is also one of my favorite things with these figure arts is the f- swappable face plates. I just if anyone's an action figure fan that hasn't had a chance to play around with the figure arts with a swappable face plate, it's just an amazing uh epiphany uh I to just deal want to with say I how, just,
1: how incredibly creepy he looks when he has no face. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs>
2: It's kind of like when, when you see the bottom of a uh, uh, stingray and it's got the little smiley face almost hidden mm. in there. It's kind of got that yeah. weirdness going to it. but uh, it, looks, s- it looks even weirder if you put the
3: hair back on but take the faceplate off.
2: Well, I haven't tried that. Let me see. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is. That's like. <laughs> it's that's almost so like a Mario character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's on out of Zelda. That's great. Now the face can on the wall like Game of Thrones. Yeah. But yeah, do uh, these, yeah, are definitely addictive. And particularly if you've got a co host who talks about them all the time and you spend a lot of your teenage years watching this cartoon <laughs> and always wishing you had a figure with hyper articulation because the original figures, though great sculpts, had like no <laughs> articulation. Uh, for a figure line based around martial artists, like I mean, literally, there were two points of articulation. Uh, <laughs> you could move the hands up and down, there were less than the original Star Wars figures. Uh, but, uh, these are, uh, fantastic, uh, updates of figures. These are, uh, very much the Dragon Ball Z figures you always wish you had, uh, as a kid. So, I am very happy with these. So, for my dollar rating, I'd have to give this guy maybe an 8.5 out of 10 for mine, just because he's missing that fist, and a couple of the little paint spots, but overall, he's pretty good. Okay. What about you, Adam? How do you fall in your scale?
3: So, despite that it's not Vegeta, um, I'd actually start <laughs> at an 11 for this, right? And then I'd Ooh. take off two points, so I'd probably end up at about a 9. But, <laughs> like, it's seriously that good that... If it wasn't for a couple of the paint um, slop issues, I, I would have to give this an eleven. It's just ridiculously good. Wow! I
1: have to confess, just listening to you two guys talking about it and scrolling through all the photos you've put on the AFB Facebook page, it, it is a fun looking figure. And some yeah. of those poses that you've you've put him in, I just I could sort of find myself buying one of these just to sort of set him up in some cool positions. It's um, I can see why this sort of thing becomes addictive.
2: Well, that's where I I've been quite lucky with some of these where i have scored them for good prices um often because in a lot of stores around here they take them out and put them in the cabinets and then sell them off and then you can sort of haggle with the people to get a good uh display figure price yeah uh, particularly if they're missing a bits like my plane goku's missing some kameha meha uh light effect beams that come off it and bits like that and that's where I got it from and then started having it in hand and it's one of those toys that once you have you just start picking it up and playing with it and swapping the different faces and the hair pieces and the hands and that over and the more you get the more little bits and hands you can swap over between them and it just starts to get um, a bit crazy but very addictive so much so that you always start to find more value in them and you start to see where like originally with some of this um, stuff, particularly the Japanese import stuff, I'd look at and go like, oh, that's good and all, but, you know, $60, 70 for a figure yeah. when I could get, you know, this Marvel Legends for 30 over here mm. is a bit that. But now that things like Marvel Legends and that are going up in price and, you know, starting to hit that 50 mark these guys aren't looking so bad, but then I also pick them up and I will find myself actually picking them up and quote-unquote playing with them much more and longer and swapping bits over and getting all these different looks out of it and all that. I'm starting to see far more value in this type of figure than um, some of those plain ones, and it's really starting to make that gap not seem as big as what I once thought when I never actually owned one, if that makes any sense at all. Yep. Yep. Makes yeah, perfect sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we want more people to join our addiction because then if more people buy them, then the price will drop. So, yay, yeah, come to us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, very good. Thank you to that, guys. It's great to hear you team up on that. And uh, we will take a short break and come right back to talk about the new items that we've added to our collection this week.
4: RoboCop, part man, part robot, all cop. The ultimate in law enforcement, RoboCop and the Ultra Police. The only cops with rapid repeat cap firing. He's unstoppable. Battling the worst criminals, Headhunter and Nitro. <laughs> the Ultra Police, protected by Robo armor, bring RoboCop even more firepower. In the fight for justice, nothing can stop. RoboCop, RoboCop and the Ultra Police, each sold separately with RoboCaps.
0: We're all here because we collect, and Feeding the Addiction is where we talk about what we have collected, and Ben, what have you bought or pre-ordered or ordered or post-ordered since last we spoke?
1: (laughs) I uh, picked up a, well, I didn't pick up, a, a, a rather burly chap dropped off, um, our discussion topic of the week, the Spider-Man premium format. So we'll talk about that shortly. Um, But I had a win this week when uh, my local Target, which is in a shopping mall very close to where I work, um, has had a number of the Star Wars Black, um, Poe Dameron and Riot Trooper um, two packs just sitting on the shelf. All their other Star Wars black are sold out, but these two packs have been sitting there and sitting there and sitting there and sitting. There. And so, because um, the Star Wars stuff obviously gets manhandled and fondled by just about everybody, it's um, you know, you can never quite tell just how much they are. So I'm forever taking them up to the price check scanner and going, oh, oh you know, groan, groan, groan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, um, you know, they still haven't actually dropped in price. But someone actually told me that um, Target was having a buy one, get one half price sale. And I thought, oh, yeah, they're, they're a bit pricey, but I'll still go up there and have a look anyway. And, you know, buy then I'll make up my mind whether um, that's actually worth it. Uh, but then I got there, found a two-pack, took it up, scanned it, and it was almost 50% off. And I quickly ran back and found another one and picked up two. So one of them was almost 50% off, and then the other one was um, half bad again. So it was um, a huge win. So very, very pleased with myself. So I actually ended up getting one for about um, $10 less. I got two for about $10 less than what one would have cost me. That's awesome. So, yeah, I was quite pleased. Yeah, Yeah. I've been
0: been seeing... Those and wondering when they were going to finally mm. discount them. Well, my
1: target had quite a few, and there were three left, so I was disappointed that I couldn't find a fourth one because I probably would have done that. But I'm still deciding what to do with my additional Poe Dameron, whether they'll just become sort of custom fodder for when I have my, you know, sort of rebel setup, or or um, whether it's worth just, you know, flogging one off on one of the Facebook groups just to um, help
2: someone else out that might want one. Put it to the shrine of Oscar Isaacs a great <laughs> actor. <laughs> <laughs> I love Poe's po, become my boy. Like, Poe's <laughs> my guy. I, uh, He's easily my new favourite from this film. <laughs> love him.
0: Well, Eddie, what about you?
2: I might have done some spending this week i've picked up a few
1: things dude you take up half the friggin script with your (laughs) lines of
2: loot (laughs) so um it's 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 actually it's it's a little bit sad there is a or was a store uh near me that was quite good at getting um some good collectibles in that you might not be able to find at other places it's kind of like a zing store for those here in australia uh that know zing it's kind of like that but they got a couple of other different things in uh as well as video games called game traders and they've been closing down this last month and they actually are closing their doors tomorrow so this week was the final big closeout sale for them so they had stuff very heavily discounted there were hot toys in there for uh, I think today they got down to $80. Uh, there was, I saw Cotabakia statues in there for $20. Uh, there was a lot of really cheap, uh, insane prices going on, which is where I decided to fill in a lot of the holes in my uh, Batman the Animated collection. So I picked up the Superman and Batman from the Gods and Monsters series because uh, I didn't realize they came on the same Bruce Tim. Uh, designer stands as the regular Batman animated ones. So the OCD person in me sort of was convinced uh, that they fit in as part of the line. So oh,
5: okay. grabbed them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, also got uh, the Ivy and uh, the Funko Fallout 4 Lone Wanderer. Um, all of those for under $10 each, which is right around the right pl- price you'd want to pay for the Funko Legacy uh, Fallout 4 guy. He's he's nice for under ten dollars, but I'm glad I didn't spend more than him because he's got some uh, articulation that puts the funk in Funko. Uh, but uh, very happy with the uh, Superman and Batman from that JLA line. They are actually really cool, and they seem to use a different plastic from the regular Batman ones, which makes them feel a lot more sturdier in the joints Uh, also dropped by all star and picked up a few of the other animated ones. I got the creeper penguin, Harley Riddler and the Batman from the original animated series Uh, had my masters of the universe, classic King hiss come in my dragon ball Z figure arts. And there might've been this little independent film, as Justin called it last week, that came out, called Batman v Superman, that I have found myself on the side of people calling a hater of the movie, Uh, which, kind of like Kevin Smith, I have said that I liked the film, but I have a few issues with it, and that has somehow put me in the hater category, because I do have things that I've talked about, but I actually do like their film, and one of the ways I can prove that is I've spent nearly $300 in merchandise, uh, on the movies. So I've also picked up the multiverse figures, uh, coming through here. So the Superman, uh, the three different Batmans, the regular, the armored, the nightmare version, uh, the Wonder Woman, and the Aquaman. And that also inspired me to also go and pick up the Dark Knight Returns multiverse figures. So, uh, the Batman, the Superman that looks like Ronald Reagan and the son of the bat with the bat tattoos. <laughs> Ronald uh, must over be their face. Ronald Reagan action figure. <laughs> and he's like, uh, Oh, and so I just realized there's a whole second page to Oh my god. I hope there's uh, no quiz. <laughs> I was yeah. I was beginning to wrap up and I was like, Wait, I'm not done. Uh, I also picked up the Batmobile from the Basic line, which I found on sale for thirty bucks, which <laughs> Uh, once again, is a nice good price for that. I probably wouldn't want to pay more for it, but $30 for a six inch figure Batmobile is pretty good. Uh, found the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows turtle figures today, which I was kind of surprised. Ben, you might be interested to hear they've actually got a lot of articulation on them. So I'm hoping that carries through to, yeah, you know, I know, but (laughs) I hope that carries through to the Nick Turtles line in the future. If they're going to start adding articulation to these guys, hopefully the regular line will see an improve in articulation as well. And I also picked up as part of that target sale, Ben was talking about the, uh, WWE creator superstar triple H, which is a figure you can kind of rip apart and put mm. different, uh, arms and bits. And he's kind of a terrible figure. I, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't pick him up at full price. I'm glad we got to play around, but the bits and pieces he comes with just colour-wise don't match and just look odd. And none of his feet seem to match with his upper body too well. And it's just, it's <laughs> like someone's playing around with a video game designer character menu, like when your little brother's doing it, and you're just like, oh, that just looks horrible. What are you? <laughs> but yeah, and that's it. I'm finally at my end. I will stop talking Ooh, now for the rest man. of the. Episode.
0: Well, I thought we were going to have to break this up into two episodes. <laughs> yes. um, okay, Adam, what about uh, yourself?
3: Hi. Well, I have that, um, that thing that we, we don't approve of that arrived, the, the knockoff figure. Um, so there's that, and uh, that's good because I've now done my head swap and everything's back to normal, and I can now go and use the head that I had destroyed and use that on my remote control car as initially was planned with a version that I have made a mold from. Um, so that's good. And I got my figure arts Wyss ordered as well, which is another Dragon Ball, Z char- or Dragon Ball Super character.
0: Oh, very good. Mm. My, what about you? Yeah, myself sold Lego this week. Um, I got the Lego Dimensions Aquaman set. I, mean, I don't have the game or intend to play the game, but there was <laughs> Aquaman and it's cool. And then my eldest and I have been doing the good old Lego minifigure Packet squeeze, um, <laughs> trying to find the shark suit guy and the queen because she's really groovy. And we got them. And we also got the Space Knight guy and the Hawkman guy. I don't know what he was really supposed to be, but uh, he looks like <laughs> a gold, golden Hawkman to me. Oh, sorry. And the can, part- I, can I just ask a quick
1: question in terms of minifigures? Because, yes. um, you know, I know you, you guys collect them more than I do. But we always, you know, say things like the Hawkman guy and that. Do they actually release them with an actual name? Like, is there a, or do they just kind of go, you know, here's the 16 figures and you can call them whatever you want? Uh,
0: that's a really good question. I mm. th- They come with a little guide in them. I don't have the pack here with me.
2: But they don't, the sim- they yeah. actually the-
0: don't have names, no. No name on it. Yeah, there's no names. Mm.
2: So, I don't get I think, on that. I think it's just, yeah, it's, they get a fan name. Yeah, they It yeah. can become. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. Um, hmm. So
2: I remember being really annoyed. I used to get there was as a kid there was a set called Adventurer Lego, and there was like a Indiana Jones knockoff guy hmm. in there, and I had like my own stupid name for him. It was you know like Outback Dan or something stupid that I can't even remember. And then I found like this Lego book, and they called him like Johnny Thunder, and I was just like Johnny Thunder. That's the <laughs> dumbest name. Like that's just I was really devastated to learn this character had a name and it was stupid. I left out one from
0: my list. Um, We also got the park Ranger lady with the net and the skunk, uh, which is really cool. Um, So, yeah, happy with all that. We got a double up of the – I bought six. We got a double up of the Space Knight guy, so Miss 15 has got that, and she helped me with the package groping. Um, <laughs> so all good. We went through two Man- boxes. Handily. Yeah. We went through two boxes at our local camera and we are like, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, mm. no. Nope. I only came across one shark suit guy. So which was the one I really wanted. So I was happy.
2: I was in my, the other day and there was like a fold out table of just, boxes of these minifigures and just all these men standing around like groping and thundling the, them. The sound was almost in unison, like it was like uh, a creepy start to West Side Story or something with just the shuffling of the plastic. It just...
0: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious.
2: Instead of the sharks it was the shark suit, guys. True,
0: yeah. Okay, well we collected stuff and Ben and I collected a big thing which we're going to talk about next. So we will take a short break and come back with our discussion topic of the week
4: spider-man's getting ready to rumble oh no it's doc ock
0: venom and the green goblin fantastic action coming up take that green goblin bam must get out of venom's Quack! time to get out of here catch you later doc ock brand new spider-man action figures out now well, the toy breakdown segment of our show is when we have a a really big item that we want to spend a bit more time talking about. Don't worry, we're not going to take it apart. Um, No toys get broken in the toy breakdown. It just means that we are talking about it in a little bit more detail. And this one is really deserving because it is the latest Spider-Man premium format statue from Sideshow Collectibles uh, titled The Amazing Spider-Man. I have decided to do some Marvel premium format stuff Uh, for those that know. What I collect, I have had a very big Bowen Designs collection and uh, that seems to have come to an end and so I have decided to pare that down to just my kind of favourite heroes and then use some of that funds and space to do um, Marvel premium formats of you know favourite characters and this is the first one in that new Marvel premium format collection and I certainly couldn't be happier with it but Ben, I'm going to let you do the overview stats detail thing. Um, so kick us off on this great item.
1: Uh, I give this 10 out of 10 dollies and that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank Yay. you very much for joining us. <laughs> okay. yeah. uh, look, I, I think this is absolutely uh, I was gonna, almost going to say amazing, but, um, <laughs> yes, it's it's phenomenal. But, yeah, look, we'll uh, kick things off with the, with the stats. This is a Sideshow Premium format statue, so it is one-quarter scale. Um, this isn't the first one-quarter scale Spider-Man side, uh, that Sideshow have done. They did one many, 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 many moons ago that for a long time um, held a quite decent value on the secondary market. Um, this comes in two versions. There's a, an exclusive and a regular. Uh, I don't know that it's that limited because the exclusive is 2500 pieces and the non-exclusive is 5000 so we haven't seen edition sizes like that for quite some time so I think um Sideshow have uh, pretty uh, pretty good expectations for, for sales with this one. Um, not cheap. We'll set you back $470. US It's available now from pretty much everywhere. Um, the X version is sold out now. Exclusive version, meaning that if you order through Sideshow Direct, you will get a, a little something extra. And what you do get with this guy is a second portrait, so a switch-out head, which has um, what they're referring to as the squinting expression. So instead of the two eyes being symmetrical, one is um, smaller. And the left hand, which is outstretched and about to shoot a web, uh, there is an, uh, the exclusive comes with a version that actually has web shooting out of the web shooter. So you get two extra pieces in the exclusive. Uh, and all the other stats, this guy is gigantic. Uh, he is 25 inches tall, um, too tall to go into my glass display cases, so he'll have to find a special home elsewhere. In my collection, that's nearly 65 centimetres tall, uh, and most of that comes from the base in terms of the height. Now, this one is sculpted primarily by Guillermo Barbiro. Sorry if I've just butchered your name, but you will know his um, sideshow work. He helped out on the Lobo premium format statue, and there was something else recent that he did, and it's slipped my mind but um yeah he's no stranger to working with sideshow that's for sure um and look that's the that's the stats uh, and uh, it's a bit of a heavy sucker because of the size of that base there are some hollow parts and non-hollow parts which we'll talk about a bit later when we talk about sculpt and things like that um but i don't know scott when this was first solicited what what came to mind as soon as you saw it
0: Uh, Well, I guess two things. One was uh, the pose I thought looked outstanding, but then I also thought I wonder what the structural integrity of this (laughs) is going to be. Indeed. Uh, Because it is, you know, the most Spider-Man of Spider-Man poses um, with him just using his right hand to balance off a piece of machinery that seems to be exploding um, with little... Goblin bombs, pumpkin bombs, um, but that then raises all sorts of questions about how sturdy is this going to be, is it going to wobble, um, but mine is rock solid.
1: Yes, um, yes. It
0: is, you know, it's very clever. The The base with the pumpkin bummy pieces is one piece than the what is it it's like part of a bridge or something yeah it's a
1: part of uh, a structure say part of a you know some kind of um beaten up warehouse type thing down at the docks
0: yep, that's another piece with a little hook that hangs off it, separate piece, and then spider man is one piece with swappable heads et cetera um but very sturdy um it's the kind of thing some some statues you can pick up and transport really easily this one you know is definitely a two or three hand (laughs) job just because there are so many pieces you kind of choose the wrong one to focus on and you're going to drop the rest so um, i wouldn't recommend twirling it in the air anytime soon but in terms of just uh the sturdiness of it it is very very sturdy
1: Yeah. Look, when I first saw this, I had the same thoughts as you. I thought it was absolutely stunning, uh, in particular from a design point of view. Um, As you said, you know, you have to wonder about the structural integrity of this because he is balancing on one hand. The pose, I can only say, it looks like he's actually vaulting over something. Yeah, The machinery is collapsing and he's kind of running his jumped, put his left hand out to sort of push off and, and vault over this um, this piece of, you know, building that is being destroyed by the pumpkin bomb. But um, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, when this first came out, the naysayers on Facebook came out in force complaining about, you know, how soon will um, will this start to, uh, to lean. Um, porcelain does seem to appear to have some sort of give in it. And there have been refor- uh, reports of certain statues over time starting to uh, lean, you know, with weakened ankles and things like that which uh, seems a bit odd. But uh, one of the things I did see online was um, when you live outside of the United States and you receive something from Sideshow that is uh, broken, for example, um, like my Sinestro statue was, um, it's actually not worth it to Sideshow to actually send it back. They actually ask you to destroy the piece and they send you a replacement. So that's that's quite interesting. Um, I did actually see someone who received uh, a broken... Um, a broken piece and so they were asked to destroy it and I was actually somewhat relieved because they took photos and the entire figure, m- meaning Spider-Man, not the base, uh, has a wire armature running through it, not just mm. through the, the hand that is um, placed on top of the machinery and um, but it actually goes up into the body and down the um, the legs and the other arms. So there is actually a wire skeleton in there, which was really really cool. So uh, I think you know for the most part there doesn't seem to be any um, any chance that that will will uh, will lean in time. Oh, Good news. Um, yeah, look, I, one thing I want to sort of kick things off with before we really sort of get into it is the the art box, the color yeah. art box. <laughs> this was just a, an absolute stunner. I was uh this was one of those ones that I didn't actually look at too much online when people were getting theirs. Um, I had mine on FlexPay, and and I had to sort of fast forward it, and I didn't pay too much attention because I really wanted to sort of get a you know a feel uh, for when I opened this, rather than sort of looking at everyone else's pictures. But um, yeah, when you get that that brown shipper open and you pull the art box out, this is one of the nicest art boxes I've seen. I think I actually can't remember anything being as good as this.
0: No, the we often talk about the fact that sometimes they can feel. Really basic, are phoned in. There's no kind of uh, convention for how they're styled. Um, and this one, they've gone all out. Um, if you are a fan of... It's got a lot of artwork you know, from the comics on it. Um, if you look really closely at it, it's definitely not from my favourite Spider-Man era. Um, but uh, it looks like it's Eric Larson, sort of that that sort of McFarlane Eric yeah, Larson era. Yeah. Um, but still, like it, it is stunning to look at. It's really um, colourful and creative and clever, really mm. clever.
1: Yeah, so yeah, it's it's kind of uh, plastered with all those shots from the comic. Then you got a web sort of pattern over the top, and then um, one of the main sides of the box has a, an art art version of um, the actual uh spider-man from statues so really uh, quite impressive so i was really impressed um so you get that sucker open and um yeah you know look there's quite a few pieces here i don't think there was any great complexity to it like with lobo or anything like that i mean you know it's pretty obvious that the base is the base um so you get that guy out first and uh, well, the first thing you notice is that the the top of the base has a, a ruddy great hole in it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, that's because um, you've got to put something in there. Now, the base is actually. The the first part of the base is effectively an explosion. It's the the, the flames and smoke created from uh, the Green Goblin's pumpkin bombs. So in amongst all that sort of sculpted smoke uh, are a couple of pumpkin bombs that are in the, the, the process of exploding. So all very clever and uh, nicely sculpted with little kind of stifled effect right across it. Now, in terms of numbering, I didn't get anything exciting. Mine was seven sixty nine. Uh,
0: Mine's four ninety.
1: Four ninety, dollars <laughs> as opposed to three. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Then we move on to the next piece of uh, next piece of the, the puzzle. And how did you go, Scott? Did you did you um, take this out and then immediately plop it in place, or did you end up back to front like I did?
0: Uh, look, I did refer to some pictures um, <laughs> first. But, yeah, I did I did get it in first go, so, yeah. <laughs> yes. Let me guess, you had to drill a hole for years, right?
1: Not for this <laughs> particular piece. It <laughs> all, was, all went according to plan. Um, you know, it, uh, it it slots in quite nicely, and, and it's obviously quite thick. It must be a good or probably you know, inch and a third maybe Hmm. thick. And it um, so it's, I guess, a a steel girder really. And there's a a rather large hole in the centre of the base, like in the top, that that slots into on an angle. So that all goes in nice and neat. And uh, then, yeah, next up is um, there's a, a, an additional piece that sort of makes that look quite good. And, and Scott mentioned there's it's kind of like a block and tackle that, that slides along the steel girder, you know, that you would um, hook things up to. And there's a, a hook that hangs off. I was actually surprised that this was all one piece and, and made of plastic. It's like a, just a little, a little extra that slots on there. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah. there was no movement. I, I was surprised that it didn't actually move. No,
0: no, it it is all. Um, I, I suppose that's just part of the sturdiness of it, like like mm. you know, it's mm. to not to kind of create those um, real moving parts. But it is, it's got a bit of um, uh, texture to it that I really like. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, that all goes together quite well. It
1: just uh, slips over the end of the steel girder there and, and sits quite nicely. There's no way to sort of bugger that up. It's all going according to plan. And then next up is Spider-Man himself. And uh, this, to me, I, I was going to say classic Spidey and then, you know, the naysayers will probably go, oh, but that's, you know, Steve Ditko. But this is nice. This, it's, it's just nice to have a, a classic Spider-Man with no extra, you know, bits and pieces or, or whatever. This is that costume that we know and love. And uh, I was actually surprised to see that the web pattern uh, on the red, you know, on the, on the chest and, and the heads uh, is actually sculpted. Yeah. It's, it's sensational. It's all, fully little sort of indented kind of thing it's uh, quite a surprise so, and that includes the gloves and the, the boots as well so and it's a bit of an awkward one to, to get out because um, you know he's in the the styrofoam tray so split styrofoam tray no hidden little doors on the top of the bottom for for bits and pieces like you know we found in the past with capes so um everything's sort of fairly easy to find it's all wrapped in little tissue paper but you know you get spidey out and you sort of first realized just how uh, how amazing this sculpt is with legs and arms poking mm. in every direction. I, um, I, I full credit to the guys who create the Styrofoam trays. Uh, to...
0: Oh, absolutely. I, I've gotten into a good habit of photographing <laughs> mine. Um, I didn't add that to my, the, the album I put up on our Facebook page, but I've got it there because, you know, if I should ever have to pack this up again, um, this one, you know, it's th- not too difficult but it's just those things where you think, just go this way or that way, and there's a lot <laughs> happening here in terms yeah. of pieces um, and particularly that body um, yes. is, you know, one that can only go in one way, so
1: Yes, and, and that's it, and I took a photo too, because I think Spidey he is quite awkward with all these bits sticking out, it's not immediately obvious, I mean many of the museum statues, which is just a character standing up. It, it's sort of fairly straightforward in laying them in the slot in the tray, but um, this one is particularly awkward. So so anyway, Spidey comes out and he is headless and left armless, and you uh, you take him out and you'll notice that right hand that uh, is on top of the steel girder. Uh, it looks like he's kind of palming off a Rubik's Cube. He's got a rather large block uh, attached to his hand, and it's um, it's that, that sort of red block that's painted the same color as the glove that slots into a hole on uh, the top of the, the girder. And, um, I don't know about you, but you know, I, I kind of sort of had my doubts. I, I felt like once I sort of slotted him in there, I had to sort of keep my hands ready to catch him. You know, I've had, um, I've had heads and arms that, that snap in with magnets that don't feel particularly secure. So I was a little bit nervous to let go, but, uh, yeah everything goes in quite well. I was very surprised that mine's slotted in, knowing my history
0: <laughs> <it>? <laughs> yeah i I do think that sideshow well I know that they do some they do videos now of mm. how a lot of these things go together. Um, a good old little set of instructions and an infographic would not go astray with mm. a lot of these pieces probably you know this one not as essential as some you know, but there are. Particularly with these larger pieces, there you can do damage to paint, etc., by not putting things on the right way. Yeah. and yeah. so I, I sometimes think, you know, for the amount of money that we're charging here, um, just paying uh, someone just a little bit of money to say, "Hey, can you just do a little set of instructions for these?" Yeah. Um, would not be. Um, yeah. it really, it's a, it's a
1: single A4 sheet made up of half a dozen photos that are numbered. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's just not too onerous. Yeah. But, um, but by now, once you've got him into the top of that steel girder, you, you know, you really are starting to really enjoy what you've got here. Um, that uh, that pose is just phenomenal. And the thing is, it's quarter scale. So, you know, you see the images and you go, oh, you know, he looks kind of cool, but you don't actually take in just how big this is until it's in front of you and, and you can see it. I mean, that's a quarter scale Spider-Man. Uh, sticking out of the top of that um, that that girder. And so it's really quite uh, phenomenal to see in person. And, you know, I, I have no complaints about any of the sculpt whatsoever. I think that's no. it's the perfect Spider-Man. The mask looks great. It's classic all the way for me. Um, you know, we'll talk about paint in a second. But, yeah.
0: um, well, one so thing far, I think, just going on from the um, webbing on the spider suit being sculpted, is that particularly over the abdominal area, I think that's so clever because there's two different things happening there is mm. you know underneath that there is his musculature, which has been sculpted, and so you know you've got the kind of the the abs the et cetera, and then on top of that the sculpting of the um webbing on the outfit, yeah. so it's a r it's quite complex in terms of the i guess thought and design, but that's what sculptures do isn't it they've got yeah. that ability to kind of see things in 3d and see things in layers in a sense and then bring it to life it's incredible
1: yes indeed yeah look i'm i'm really loving this piece i was i was sending scott you know little texts like every 12 hours going it's it's stunning it's amazing it's blown me away because <laughs> um, it really yeah it uh it it exceeded my expectations in, yeah. in terms of sort of that look and feel so um then you get your choice uh, if you've got the exclusive version you have a choice of heads uh you have the regular head and you have the uh the squinty eye head now uh i don't know about you scott but i just initially went with the the regular head
0: yeah i i didn't really feel the squinty eye head mm. i just thought i mean you know when when something's exclusive your instinct is, well, I want to display that thing. Yes. Um, But I have ended up going with the regular head because I just found the squinty head didn't look um, kind of symmetrical enough for me. Yeah, you pretty much summed it up for me, I think.
1: Um, That's exactly, yeah, exactly how I felt. It's, um, yeah, it's just I'm not, not quite sort of, getting it, I guess, if that's um, one way to put it. I think what would have helped it for me is uh, if perhaps it was on a different angle, but it, it looks effectively yeah. like exactly yeah. the same head, just mm, one okay. eye is slightly different. I would have preferred to have it turned on an angle or, or something like that. So for the most part, um, yeah, the, the regular head feel feels fine to me.
0: Yeah, I've gone with um, the regular head, but the web shooter...
1: Yes, mm, yeah. that, that is how I was about to say. How, oh, how have you gone with the web shooter? But yep, yeah, yep. I, I went with the one. So the exclusive version has um, a, a small piece of uh, webbing shooting out of it. So it's this tiny little, um, you know, whitey, almost uh, translucent sort of web coming out. And boy, there's some delicate stuff on this. So oh, I've yeah. seen. A lot of people unfortunately you know on Facebook and that um talking about there's shipping with broken fingers that the really? exclusive mm. yeah that the webbing is broken, people have cracks in the fingers and and things like that, so it's um Really, quite disappointing for some people, but um, yeah, look, I think that looks great with the webbing coming out because I think it's really in feel with what's the, the dynamic of the pose. Like yeah, this, yeah. really looks like you know this building is being destroyed by pumpkin bombs. You know, Spidey runs, he you know vaults over this thing, and as it's collapsing under him, he, he shoots a web just in time to swing away. So um, yeah, so it really feels in in keeping with the rest of the piece. So that's my choice. The, uh, the non-web shooting hand is um, pretty much the same again. <laughs> you know, it's, um, it, it's, I think it's the exact same hand, to be honest, with just an extra little bit coming out of it. So, But, uh, look, moving on to paint, um, this is an interesting one because I've actually noticed a lot of people getting variations in their paint. And I don't know whether this was done in batches, but I've seen people who, with the, the explosion in particular at the bottom of the base, um, really varying in in how it's actually presented. Some people are getting really, really vibrant uh, oranges and yellows in theirs, and, and other people it's it's dulled down quite a bit. Um, the other thing I've noticed too is the actual piece of machinery or the the, the sort of the steel beam structure thing. Um, you know, is obviously old, you know, that's why I mentioned it's probably down at the waterfront or something like that, and so it's, uh, it shows signs of rust and, and things, and so you've got this sort of um, some oxidisation on it, sort of that green effect, uh, which is more in, in keeping with something like um, copper than it is with steel, but um, mine in particular has the green toned down quite a bit, um, I don't have as much green as a lot of people. So, yeah, I'm actually seeing quite a few variances in, in those colour schemes. Hmm. So,
0: yeah, I've, I've got. you're happy my, with yours? Yeah, my kind of smoky bits are a bit, you know, kind of dull, but which is fine. I don't want them drawing too much attention. Um, but then uh, the the pumpkin bombs I think are painted really nicely. Um, they've got a bit of metallic um in the, in the green and silver mm. in them, so no complaints about mine at all.
1: Yeah, the, the thing that really makes the base, and when I say base, I mean both the explosion and the, the building part uh, are the weathering. They've done a, an absolutely phenomenal job in those sort of highlights bringing um, that steel really does have that aged weathered feel. The, the block and tackle with the hook on the end has got that sort of, um, really worn metallic look. So they've done a great job in highlighting that. And, uh, certainly the flames have got a number of different effects that they've used. They've, um, gone out of their way to sort of airbrush between the, the billowing pieces to sort of, um, make each one stand out. So there's a, a lot of layering, but the absolute standout for me is, They've actually made an effort on the, the metal down the bottom to gradually highlight um, some orange and, and yellow. Mm. So it looks like the light of the flames is actually being reflected in the yep. metal. That looks yep. phenomenal.
0: Yep. I'm just kind of looking at mine compared to the Sideshow website one and they look identical really to me. Oh, good. Yeah.
1: Good, yeah. Um, so moving on to the paint of Spidey himself and uh, I feel like a bit of an a nay... Say, or not a naysayer, but the bringer of bad news, but a lot of people are having problems with um, their paintwork. Um, and I think what the effect might be is that the paint hasn't been quite dry when they've packed him, and oh. so he's rubbing against the tissue paper, and so a lot of people are reporting marks on the blue. Um, the blue that they've actually chosen uh, is quite vibrant. It's quite a... Um, quite a light colored blue, which is great because it really sort of um, feels like that classic, you know, almost Remita kind of blue for me. But uh, the, the highlighting is great. Again, they've done some really nice airbrushing in the, the muscle grooves um, to make the, the musculature in his legs stand out. And certainly um, the black wash that they've put over the red, uh, that brings the, the web pattern out. Uh, looks fantastic as well, and and how how's yours come up, Scotty? Oh, mine's uh,
0: sensational. Yeah, I, mm, I've mm. seen photos of paintwork that I definitely wouldn't be happy with from um, yeah. other people, um, but very very happy with mine. I think that um, you're spot on about what's created some of those problems there. Um, I think that the I, I've seen quite a few issues with the the hand that is. Um, supporting the the base um, Mm -mm. and just bad paint between the red and black around there. But mine is perfect. I have got absolutely nothing to complain about with my piece at all. It's just, it's so well done.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I like the, the fact that the red has sort of that darker wash, yet they've actually done the reverse effect with the blue, and they've sort of done the highlights, so you've got this sort of really bright, um, vibrant sort of blue, and then the slightly darker red, which I think contrasts really nicely. Um, so, look, you know, the, the paint is, is flawless on mine. I think the design is flawless, but the number one thing I, I think that is just superb about this statue is it looks great from any angle it's um you know there's some if you have a look on the afb facebook page and scott's added a whole bunch of photos he's actually got some photos from spidey from behind and you can actually get a real feel for how those legs are going because um the top leg uh you know his left leg you can't really see particularly well from the front but when you actually see him from behind and you see the way the the legs and the feet are going mm. um and you know you also get another angle of that hand on the on the um the top of the girder it, it's just you know it's really just stunning in the way they've actually designed it and i think if anyone has one of those um, you know, little, little turntables. You know, yes. in their display that they can pop a statue on and and then plug it in and, and have it sort of rotating, so you can enjoy it. Uh, this is the one. Like, you know, this is uh, this is the statue that you want rotating on the in the middle of your coffee table or something mm-hmm. like that because it's know, amazing.
0: And again, that skill of being able to visualize such a action, you know, pose like the the movement, etc. And work out where everything would go, because this is the kind of thing that you can, you know, say to a model. All right, just hold that pose. <laughs> you know, like um, the, you know, it's it's something where you'd have to do a fair bit of kind of planning and thinking about mm. how, where everything would be positioned, and they've just done it beautifully. beautifully.
1: Yeah. It's it's incredibly well balanced too because oh. um, what I tend to do with my statues when I get them is once I've actually got them set up and, and on their base I tend to do sort of the wobble test a little bit and I give yeah. them just a, you know, I use one hand getting ready to sort of um, save it but then the other hand gives them a bit of a push in the chest to sort of see how they go and, um, you know, Sideshow did actually come out and say that, uh, you know, this one you know, they were taking care of all that and, and it would be balanced. I'm um, almost convinced that the legs are hollow or at least the, the, the boots, um, so from sort of the, the mid-calf down, are hollow, whereas the body is actually solid. And I wonder whether that was something that sort of um, that they've done to account for the, the balance of this figure so that there hmm. isn't too much weight pulling down because if yeah. those feet were solid, um, you know, it would add a bit of strain. Yeah. So, yeah, quite a bit of engineering has gone into it. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm just stoked with this. Couldn't be yes. happier.
1: Yeah, look, uh, it, it's a, a phenomenal piece. Even the bottom of the base is great, you know, with the, the Spider Man sort of pattern, et cetera. It's, uh, um, look, this is Sideshow at the top of their game. Yep. Um, I'm now really hopeful. I was looking at my pre orders uh, for what I've got coming from Sideshow, and, you know, I'm starting to get really excited now about uh, what's coming up next. Hooray! So, yes. Beautiful, fantastic. If this was a toy of the week, it'd be ten out of ten dogs. Oh,
0: billion out of a billion. Love it. <laughs> Great job, Sideshow. Great job, us. And all that's left to do now is the feedback before we wrap this one up. You
5: can make them
1: fly or jump or crash your Superhero action figures over seven inches
4: tall. Each sold separately. Superman
1: Batman
0: incredible hulk you can make them do their thing even make spider-man slide down a string. lots of action for one and all action figures over seven
4: inches tall these superhero action figures each sold separately batman superman incredible hulk and spider-man each sold separately by migo
0: well we love hearing from you and if you would like to get in touch with us you can Email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. You can post on our Facebook page. You can tweet at us at AFBlues. You can find us on Instagram, Action Figure Blues, and uh, you might just hear it read out. Um, from last week's show, John has asked me to mention that he apologizes for his terrible Japanese pronunciations. <laughs> he, he says he is sorry. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I can't comment on the quality of his pronunciations because I can't to it either. Um so uh it sounded fine to me.
2: Um
3: now I'll just say this. It's a phonetic language, guys. It's a phonetic
0: y- language.
2: <laughs> I have trouble with English.
0: Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Eddie, well use your best English to read out uh this bit of feedback.
2: Yeah, so my bit of feedback actually comes from Ed. Uh, so no, not to be confused with myself. He says, hey, guys, love the show. Just wanted to say I love when Scotty reviews stuff because of the great photos that are put up on the AFB Facebook page. Any chance we could see more, any photos uh, of the actual in-hand products from other reviewers? I've noticed Eddie has started to as well. Uh Would be great to see them all. Thanks, and keep up the great work from Ed. Uh, so I've started to do it because I've finally uh, earned the right to use the Facebook page. Scotty has <laughs> noticed my typos have reduced on my own social media, and he finally gave me the key to the kingdom. i just so, told
0: him that every time you make a mistake on the Facebook page, a kitten dies. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I'm a dog person. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> a puppy. <laughs> it's a puppy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that is something we should do more of. But,
2: uh, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I you go. will find, I believe, uh, tonight's episode has both uh, items. Indeed. Up yeah. there it's well, always but...
0: nice to see the in-hand picks, you know, like to yeah. um, just kind of get yeah. a feel for the actual thing. So I agree. I agree. Hmm. Um, and then we, we had, th- this is, feedback on a very old episode but it just came in um so adam take us through it
3: excellent so this is an email from johnny ty he says hello guys at action figure blues still catching up and on, on episode 16 want to drop you a quick thanks for that ebay tip about saving and following search i've never tried that and i'm very excited to learn a new trick or two from the pros thanks for that and for all the good laughs keep up that good work jst Says, PS, just wondering how come Amazon wasn't mentioned at all as a secondary selling or buying platform? Um, I've, I've never tried selling anything on Amazon. Um, I can only imagine that, much like many of their other things where they offer to buy back things that I've purchased from them at a pittance, they probably. Try and rip me off in every way
0: possible. Also, that was four years ago.
1: I was going to say, yeah, it was also four years ago. And I don't (laughs) think Amazon had really kicked in with their toy buying, selling type thing just yet.
2: So, um, I mean, Eddie
0: Eddie wasn't even born. Yeah. (laughs) uh,
2: I was not, I don't think my father was born. (laughs) Um, but the other thing too is, uh, you know, you might, be able to tell from our funny accents. But being in Australia, like yeah. eBay, uh, not eBay, uh, Amazon's always very funny. The amount of times I find things on Amazon and go, like, oh, that'll be good. Oh, it's from a seller that won't sell overseas. Wow. Oh, it's from a seller that won't mm. send overseas. Not
1: to mm-hmm. mention I've actually stopped buying stuff from Amazon because their postage is so shit. And I don't mean the price. <laughs> I mean the way they post stuff is absolute oh. rubbish. Um,
0: absolutely rubbish. You,
1: know, yeah. yeah. you when you get a box – and you stick 10 Blu-rays in it with one single little air pillow that, you know, gets punctured almost immediately, uh, you basically have this box with Blu-rays just flinging around. And uh, I had one box turn up that had the entire corner ripped open, and I was sticking my finger through poking the Blu-rays. And um, <laughs> a number of the Blu-rays actually had broken trays, like they were TV mm. series, so there were more than one disc. Yeah. And because it had just been bashed so many times, the, the internal trays... Um, had broken at the pins, so there were just discs floating around inside the cases, Ugh. and that—that that was the last time I ordered from Amazon. I won't do it anymore. So, and I, I give feedback every time on the things. So,
0: yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, Johnny, thank you. And it really uh, impresses me when people start. I mean, that is two hundred episodes ago. This is episode two hundred and sixteen. Yeah, it's um, so he hasn't. You know, like it. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. Pretty. So cool. contact
1: us in um, so contact us in six months to let us know mm. that you got this feedback.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: We we can speak to him from the future. <laughs> yeah. You need to unite them. You were right. Find the stone. <laughs> find the stone. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: find Donald Trump as a baby and hide him. Yeah. Uh, um, s- send him down the river.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Donald Trump could be president. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah no one would believe that uh cool well thank you so much johnny thank you everybody what a great show um we love getting feedback from you um we also do really appreciate reviews on itunes or wherever you listen it does help other people find the show it increases the visibility of the show on those platforms um so if you do listen and you've never left us a review on your uh, podcast tool of choice, we would really appreciate uh, you doing that just to help get the word out and help other people um, find the show too. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And with that, I think we say good night. Huzzah. Hey. Right.
2: Good journey. See you later.
0: Hey kids, I'm here to tell you about two extremely famous plumbers, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario from the Super Mario Brothers movie. You wanna know what we'll makes them super? Because they triumph over the evil Koopa and his brain, psychics, Iggy and Spike. Using only their plumbing tools, and they battle the Goombas. Koopa's hideous dino human army.
1: Those Goombas are scary. The Super Mario Bros. action figures from Earl. But don't worry, they're not real.
0: Well, we love hearing from you, and if you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. You can post on our Facebook page. You can tweet at us at AFBlues. You can find us on Instagram, Action Figure Blues, and you might just hear it read out. Um, From last week's show, John has asked me to mention that he apologizes for his terrible Japanese pronunciations. (laughs) He he says he is sorry. Um, (laughs) So I, I can't comment on quality of his pronunciations because i can't do it either um so uh it sounded fine to me um
3: now <laughs> i'll ed- just say this it's a phonetic language guys it's a phonetic yep. language
2: <laughs> <laughs> i have trouble with english yeah right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay eddie well use your best english to read out uh this bit of
2: feedback yeah so my bit of feedback actually comes from ed uh, so no, Not to be confused with myself He says Hey guys, love the show Just wanted to say I love when Scotty reviews stuff Because of the great photos That are put up on the AFB Facebook page Any chance we could see more Any photos uh, Of the actual in-hand products From other reviewers I've noticed Eddie has started to as well uh, Would be great to see them all Thanks, and keep up the great work from Ed. Uh, so I've started to do it because I've finally uh, earned the right to use the Facebook page. Scotty has <laughs> noticed my typos have reduced on my own social media, and he finally gave me the key to the kingdom. i just so. told
0: him that every time it's, you make a mistake on the Facebook page, a kitten dies.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I'm a dog person.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> a puppy. <laughs> it's a puppy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that is something we should do more of. But, uh, I agree. Yeah.
5: <laughs> see how I you go. will
2: find, I believe, uh, tonight's episode has both uh, items. Indeed. Yeah. It's well, always
0: nice to see the in-hand picks, you know, like to yeah. um, just kind of get a feel for the actual thing. So I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, and then we, we had th- – this is – feedback on a very old episode but it just came in um so adam take us through it
3: excellent so this is an email from johnny ty he says hello guys at action figure blues still catching up and on am on episode 16 want to drop you a quick thanks for that ebay tip about saving and following search i've never tried that and i'm very excited to learn a new trick or two from the pros thanks for that and for all the good laughs keep up that good work jst Says, PS, just wondering how come Amazon wasn't mentioned at all as a secondary selling or buying platform? <laughs> um, I've, I've never tried selling anything on Amazon. Um, I can only imagine that, much like many of their other things where they offer to buy back things that I've purchased from them at a pittance, <laughs> they probably try and rip me off in every way possible.
1: Also, that was four years ago. I was going to say, yeah, it was also four years ago, and I don't think (laughs) Amazon had really kicked in with their toy buying, selling type thing (laughs) just yet. So,
0: um, I mean, Eddie Eddie wasn't even born. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I was not. I don't think my father was born. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the other thing, too, is, uh, you know, you might, be able to tell from our funny accents, but being in Australia, like yeah, eBay, uh, not eBay, uh, Amazon's always very funny. The amount of times I find things on Amazon and go like, oh, that'll be good. Oh, it's from a seller that won't send overseas. Oh, oh it's from a seller that won't mm. send overseas. Not
1: to mm-hmm. mention, I've actually stopped buying stuff from Amazon because their postage is so shit. And I don't mean the price. <laughs> I mean, the way they post stuff is absolutely oh, rubbish. Um, absolutely. You, know, yeah, yeah. When you When you get a box and you stick 10 Blu-rays in it with one single little air pillow that, you know, gets punctured almost immediately, Uh, you basically have this box with Blu-rays just flinging around. And I had one box turn up that had the entire corner ripped open, and I was sticking my finger through poking the Blu-rays. And um, (laughs) a number of the Blu-rays actually had broken trays, like they were TV series, so there were more than one disc. And because it had just been bashed so many times, the, the internal trays... Um, had broken at the pins, so there were just discs floating around inside the cases, oh. and that—that that was the last time I ordered from Amazon. I won't do it anymore. So, and I, I give feedback every time on the things. So,
0: yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, Johnny, thank you, and it really uh, impresses me when people start. I mean, that is two hundred episodes ago. This is episode two hundred and sixteen. Yeah, um, that's true. so he hasn't. You know, like it. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. Pretty. So cool.
1: contact us in. Um, so contact us in six months to let us know mm. that you got this feedback. <laughs> yep. We we can
2: speak to him from the future. <laughs> yeah. You need to unite them. You were right. Find the stone. <laughs> find the stone. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: find Donald Trump as a baby and hide him.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, send him down the river.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh yeah. Donald Trump could be president. Yeah, Yeah, no one would believe that. Uh, Cool. Well, thank you so much, Johnny. Thank you, everybody. What a great show. Um, We love getting feedback from you. Um, We also do really appreciate reviews on iTunes or wherever you listen. It does help other people find the show. It increases the visibility of the show on those platforms. Um, So if you do listen... And you've never left us a review on your uh, podcast tool of choice. We would really appreciate uh, you doing that just to help get the word out and help other people um, find
2: the show, too. Agreed.
0: Yeah. Agreed. And with that, I think we say good night. Huzzah. Hey. Night.
2: Good journey. See you later.
0: The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigureblues.com. Wherever you listen, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, reviews, old lines, and trade and sell in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at ActionFigureBlues.com, don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, the Pop Culture Superstore, Bam Kapow, and Davey Boy's Toys. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, on Instagram at ActionFigureBlues, and on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash ActionFigureBlues. Thanks for listening! People say the Troy thing is weird, some say it's an obsession, I say it's good taste. I say it's damn good taste. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 216, for the week of Wednesday, the 13th of April, 2016. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are...
2: Ben. Adam. And Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> So, that was the so, most prolonged
0: end. It sounded like a sitcom opening. It was like, eh. it was like
1: here's oh, no, that's, that's, Johnny! I know, that's what I had. That's what I had in my head <laughs> was him coming off the side of the camera, suddenly appearing on camera, doing that, you know, with the palms up facing the, the audience, <laughs> wiggling them
2: around. <laughs> Yes,
1: Eddie.
2: The <laughs> character that no one likes on the sitcom that gets added in <laughs> yeah. sees it. over. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> ben, Adam, and Eddie. No, now Adam dropped out while he was saying his name. He oh did boy. too. Yeah, man. <laughs> really? Yep. Here we go. Actually, you sound a
1: bit you sound a little bit distance from the microphone too.
0: I'll scooch out. Oh that's so much that better. Bad? Yes.
1: Sound as if you were Ew. reclining away from bad. the microphone or something.
0: Scooch closer. Scooch closer. Scooch,
1: scooch. That's that's it. That's his sitcom character, scooch closer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ryan Eddie Edmonds as Scooch Closer. <laughs> okay, come on, we haven't even got through the names yet. <laughs> Here we go. Oh no!
2: Uh, mixed media figures, though, if you want something in a slightly smaller scale, uh, we have the one twelfth. There, uh, ha ha ha! Sorry, got a bit Yeah, oh, I'm not
1: getting one of those. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, look, I yeah. tried one, and it just made me feel gassy.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why they have the PSAs. <laughs>
0: Well, it's you know I'm a good old North American Baptist boy. Yeah. Sing out of the hymnal. We don't go to movies or dance or play cards or go with girls who do.
3: I have this person you should meet. His name's Kevin Bacon. He will save your city or your township.
5: (laughs) Got (laughs) to (laughs) dance.
1: Got to dance.
5: dance. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Ah <laughs>